BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, guys? Before we get this going, we want to tell you about a company we're working with called Hemp Lucid. Hemp Lucid are supporters of this show. They provide full-spectrum CBD products in various forms like tinctures, topicals, edibles, and more. These health products interact with your body's endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for regulating many processes in your body, including your immune response, sleep, mood, and even pain. So there's many reasons to try CBD oil. So if you didn't know already, this company is producing some of the highest quality CBD products out there. And patriots all over this great country of ours are trying it and loving it. You can try Hemp Lucid today at hemplucid.com and get 20% off at checkout with discount code PARDON. That's hemplucid.com and get 20% off with the discount code PARDON. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence non-drawing. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Ladies I'm and gentlemen. I'm a regular listener. Greg Williams! And the camera on your left, David Thomas. Get him out of here. Something stinks. Something stinks, everybody. I don't want to hear it, boy. Oh. (laughs) All right. Everybody, we got a show in the ages. Okay. Oh, I forgot to say hello. <laughs> well, hello, Greg. everybody. Yeah, we're, we're dressed up like wrestlers right now. It's kind of coming up to Halloween, I mean, you know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm dressed up like a pathetic wrestler, but hey, it is what it is. It looks know? real, though, on you. I mean, my hair, I got, you know, it's... <laughs> it's wet looking. Yeah? It's, uh, you, you've had a good fight. <laughs> if, if anybody's not watching this video, you better go watch this video right now. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. So we got a guest on today. We do. Yeah. Yes. Wrestler. Musician. The whole nine. You know what I'm saying? He's an entertaining man. Very entertaining. Enzo. Enzo, welcome to Pardon My American. You got him up there. How you doing? How, How you, you doing, doing man? Missed, guys, I got to say, I think we missed an opportunity here. How Uh-oh. do you not come in so proud to be an American, the whole Kogan theme? Right? Oh, oh, yeah. Geez, man. Listen, this was on a you whim. You know what I'm saying? This was like, 
We need some uh, bagpipes. We need something going on. And I'm thinking, what's what's uh, what's rocking? So you know, Kid Rock. He's, oh, pre- well, he's pretty yeah, American. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. pretty American. Uh, I'll give it to you, bro. I mean, uh, he is. He is certainly. And uh, did you see that tweet he sent at Jack? By the way, guys. No, I oh, actually don't know that I did. Which one? Oh, uh, well, when Jack uh, and we all know who Jack is. When he was uh, when he was sitting there in the. I guess it was a it was a it was a hearing of some sort. Yeah, you know, it was what, just a few days ago. Um, and Kid Rock tweeted at him uh, something, blah blah blah, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> like the, the heck? The picture of him in court talking to you know everybody about uh, censorship and all that's going on in this world that we live in. Yeah, crazy man, crazy. Dude, it is crazy. I, hey, and I, I, I listen, I uh, I can't sit here and lie to you guys. I have not come out uh, and, you know, gone on podcasts and talked about the state of the world, conspiracy theory, yeah. politics ever. So this is like a first for me. Right on. Well, we'll go as far as you want to go. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I've actually oh, watched bro, a lot of your interviews. Nobody or nothing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hey, listen, there's nothing they can. I'm like Eminem. An eight mile at this point, like the rabbit run, boy. There's nothing you can say about me that ain't been said. Go ahead. I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? That's awesome. So a lot of people, you know, if they don't know who you are, I don't know how you don't, but if you don't know who you are, you've been a wrestler for a long time, right? I was a wrestler in the WWE for six years. I signed on in 2012. I come from Jersey. My tag team partner, Big Cass, was seven feet tall. We used to come out and say, bada boom, realest guys in a room. How you doing? I'm Enzo, certified G, bona fide son. You can't teach that. This is big cast, seven foot tall. You can't teach that. The crowd would say it with us. It was a hell of a time, uh, a great time to be a representative of the Northeast, New York, uh, Brooklyn, uh, Queens. The whole five boroughs really had our backs. In that world, Madison Square Garden is the mecca of pro wrestling. And mm-hmm. I grew up going to Madison Square Garden to watch it. It was yeah. just an anomaly that for a very long stretch of time, nobody from New York City or Jersey made it big in the WWE. So mm. we had all that love and support at that time. It was a goddamn blast. We were the number one merchandise sellers in the entire world of pro wrestling, beat out John Cena. Um, and then I went on to win titles, championships. And, you know, because I'm not politically correct person, I came out swinging when I got me tooed. Uh, I think the rest of the world went on their, you know, like, apology quest. They're like, oh, I put myself in this situation. Or, you know, I was like, yo, fuck that, man. Famous? I'm going out here with a title around my waist, the nightclubs. Obviously, I'm trying to get laid. I'm not apologizing (laughs) for it. So, at the end of the day, uh, I got fired on the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, which is the biggest Raw in the history of Raw. Uh... It was at the Barclays Center. I was said to be in the main event. I had the cruiserweight title around my waist. A girl tweeted at me that I had sexually assaulted her. It went viral. I never got a phone call from police, never got anything, nothing. Uh, an investigation was done because my lawyers put pressure on them to do an investigation so that I could prove my innocence to the world. Five months later, I come out of a social media silence. 6,000 people show up to meet me in Times Square. Because mm. people are not as stupid as you think they are. Yeah. Okay. They, 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 they can see three days after the girl accuses me of this, she's on Snapchat ramming herself with a dildo, you know, with her girlfriend <laughs> oh, trying to make money. I mean, give me a fucking break. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
listen, I was born at night, but not last night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you get to know a person. It's like, you know, it's funny you hear Deion Sanders say it about Odell Beckham Jr. He's like, once you get to know somebody, you've known this guy, but you believe this dumb slut who's on this show talking about how Odell wants her to shit on him. Yeah. And he calls her up about it. And then, you know, Dion went on a rant about Duke. You've gotten to know this guy for years. Maybe he's this, maybe he's that. But you believe this girl who just came out of the woodwork about this BS? So yeah. ultimately, uh, when a guy, you know, like our president stands up there and gets browbeat in the media and they come at him from a million different angles, I've been in that sh- situation. I yep. felt that heat. I felt that pressure. And I swung back. And I said, I'm not fucking bowing down to you. I took a five-month social media silence, and then I came out with a music video called Phoenix. You can search my music. It's under a real one. The yep. music video was, you know, the lyrics of the song, and still I rise from the ashes like a phoenix, middle finger to the sky, gripping my consensual penis. <laughs> get it out of you know, you get it out of the way, address it. And now that we've addressed it, I'm living the fucking dream. You know, I got a great following, a million followers on Instagram to support me, my music, my passion. Anytime I get the opportunity to get out there in the wrestling world, I still have great fans and a great opportunity to uh, give back in that world because that's what that world is about. Uh, So I'm blessed right now, and I would love to stop talking about pro wrestling and talk about your shit because I am a regular listener. (laughs) I appreciate the love, guys. Y'all, your listeners can follow me at Real One. R-E-A-L, numerical one on Instagram and Twitter. Rock and roll. Excellent. Well, I just want to say, before we get on the conspiracies, man, like I said, I watched some of your interviews, and I just want to say, you are a humble dude, man. Like, you do a lot for the community. You know what I'm saying? It seems like with you, you I know you're into like that, the boxing, the gym. Um, it, the way that you kind of come out and you're, the way you talk, it seems like you, you want to do good things for your community, man, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, uh, I came from humble beginnings. I, I should have never made it. And because fans loved me so much, I never wrestled before in my life. Like I told you, I don't want to talk about this too much, but I made a YouTube video that went viral and I got signed to the WWE. And my first day on the job, I was supposed to get fired, go out there, what we call do a job. You get beat up by a big guy. And then I I had a boss story. I'm going to go home. I'm going to tell everybody that I know. Oh, shit. Go watch the me and Spandex get my ass kicked. Here's my one wrestling match I had, right? Well, fuck me, dude. John Cena just happened to be there that day. He asked me to come to the ring with him. I spelt out the word. I called the guy soft. They said, you're S-A-W-F-T. Swift? <laughs> and the whole fucking crowd just started saying it. And uh, they just, I'd be backstage, not on the show, and the whole crowd would be chanting for me. And then they put me on the show. That's got to feel good, That's man. awesome. That's got to feel good. It was an amazing, I mean, WrestleMania, you know, 100,000 people on stage. Uh, you know, I've, I've had my idols become my rivals. I've, you know, obviously been in the locker rooms and hung out with Sting and, and The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and, and Triple H and Stone Cold, you know, as a phone call away. And it's just, yeah. it's surreal. Uh, it's overwhelming. And nobody ever realizes how much America wrestling is its pastime. Oh, yeah. Just as much as like baseball. Like when you're a kid, what I found wrestling to be was just hey, that moment of when I was seven or eight years old, I thought this was real. My dad's here. He's not thinking about the IRS, his marital issues, finances. He's thinking about his son who thinks this is real. And you allow yourself to suspend disbelief for those moments in time where you don't know who's going to win or lose at a predetermined story. And now everyone in that moment, um, you know, is truly happy. And I think that that's when happiness exists in the mind of a kid. I think that that is where it truly manifests itself. Cause once you 
go through life's, uh, you know, ups and downs, the burdens, the, the, you know, the setbacks, you realize, you know, happiness is the goal and it's very hard to achieve. And when you're a kid, you could find that blind happiness in those moments. So when you could do for a dad, what his dad did for him and it becomes a pastime, I think those are the moments where you just have to take yourself out of the box and say, okay, I'm an entertainer. I'm not a tough guy. Like this is pro wrestling. Like yeah. I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dancer. I, this is, you know <laughs> what I mean? Granted, well, you know what? I love what you were meant. Yeah. You can't, you can't fake getting hit with a chair and shit, but no that's shit. why people feel bad for you. That's why they cheer for you. Cause when they see you get hit with a chair, they know, holy shit, that hurt. Yeah. But I mean, what you just said about achieving that state of happiness that's what life is all about. And happiness is not the default. <laughs> okay. Like life sucks sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, if you're left alone, naked and afraid out in, in the nature, you're going to suffer. Yeah. I mean, that's just the plain, simple part of it. So, you we're know, given it, a lo- it's funny. You should listen to the Kanye Joe Rogan recent. I, I started, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to, it's interesting, man. It, it is beyond interesting. I mean, the guy is, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a presidential candidate. Yeah. Whether you yeah. like it or not. I he's mean, people actually, are putting his name on a ballot, ballot. and, they're, and they're, he's going to get some votes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so that's, at the end of the day, he's a billionaire, he's a presidential candidate, and who the fuck are you to tell him how to do what he's done? He's going to yeah. do him, man. Yeah, that's obvious, you know, and just what I did watch, he's actually really thought out like you know he's kind of he's kind of like a slower speaker but he's he always thinks like it looks like he's thinking you know what i'm saying and that's a good quality to have man yeah i yes yes so very very i feel like that guy's like a part of like he's like a spirit animal of mine like (laughs) like like just bro i feel kanye i don't give a fuck what (laughs) anybody says like i have a shirt that says jesus is king okay i'm a christian i made a song called grace yeah. Uh, you know, the, the lyrics, Hail Mary, full of grace. I might have lost my mind and never lost my faith. Hail Mary, full of grace. I got a dream worth more than my sleep to chase. It gets hard to keep up the pace, right? That, to me, was way harder to do than Phoenix, where I'm writing curse words and F words and this, that, and the third, yeah. to go and say, hey, I'm going to make that song where I don't curse at all, and I talk yeah. about God and the struggles. That, to me, that connects with people. And and I was blessed to make that music video with my grandmother months before she passed away. That's so, awesome. like, to be able to have that on tape, that moment, <clears throat> yeah. that song, that the woman I wrote it for, uh, I feel Kanye when he yeah. says that he wants to make music or rap album about Jesus or, or just do something out of the box. I, I think that Jesus is going to make a comeback and be cool as fuck again. Yeah, no, dude, that's what, yeah. I mean, we've been saying the the way forward involves morality uh, substantially yeah. i mean you have to have a level of morality if you want everybody to have a gun which i do i i think everybody should have a gun you well, have I to have some this morals. this this was the perfect example perfect time for everybody to realize like holy shit we need guns because yeah the tea party like think about back in the day the the, yeah. the tea you know in, in boston the, the, they were revolting against the government because Big government had guns and weapons. We yeah. need them too. Yeah. So I think yeah, we have a crisis. People, so many people had their rights taken away, or at least they felt that way, or life became different, and they were scared. And in those moments when they're scared, or they want to protect their family, yeah. their children, they realize: look, physically, I'm not Brock fucking Lesnar. Yeah. But if I got a gun in my hand, that's a real equalizer, yeah. and I got my kids 
kids standing behind me. My children are standing behind me. And people got scared when this whole COVID thing happened. And people, you know, people are fighting over toilet paper and shit. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I've never held a gun. I've never even shot one in my life. I haven't. I just, it, in my mind, I understand. You have to be able to see both sides. Like, yeah. you know, everybody wants to play the fence, but that hurts your fucking taint. Okay, guys? <laughs> yeah. Pick a side. Well, you know, the thing that you kind of touched on there, too, is um, people's lives are generally pretty good. And they find things to complain about. All the time. So you got Trump. Obviously, I don't know know, where you stand with Trump. But you got Trump who people just want to rag on constantly. And that's the best or I should say that's the worst thing in their life is Trump. And that's not reality. So when you get a COVID thing going on and you get, you know, where, where food, there's a food shortage and other such things. Like you said, people actually get legitimately scared, like real scared. And then I mean, that's look when at they the start lines panic for guns. Yeah, yeah. Look at the in California, guns. <clears throat> yeah, you, California. you can't find ammo, man. <laughs> ammo is like few and far between. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, yeah you I'm can go saying, get a gun, man. but it's oh, you funny because uh, you know, growing up in the Northeast, I, I never really traveled. Growing up as a kid, then you get in the WWE. I've been to China, Ecuador, Chile, Peru, Japan. Fuck every wow. forty nine states. The only place I haven't been is Hawaii. I performed everywhere, but I met people yeah. that were from all walks of life. And that, by that, I mean, I drove in cars with them in our, and we drive our own way to shows. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you're driving around the country and you got, you're in the car with a guy from North Carolina, a guy from Japan and a guy from Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just get cultured and you get to see, and I, and I would laugh back when I would see guys that were these, you know, hick motherfuckers that I worked with that would have, uh, you know, like. Ammo out the wazoo, guns, you know, food yeah. for storage and shit. Yeah. And I'd be like, damn, bro, what are you really preparing for? You know what I mean? It's preppers, man. Well, well here we are. Well, <laughs> those well, bomb look, shelters seem well, awfully look, nice. Here right we now. are, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you touched on something earlier, too. Um, you were talking about like enjoying sports and having that be the getaway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what do you think, being like an athlete that you were, being in the WWE, what do you think of like the NBA, the NFL? And the way that they're getting very political is that something that bothers you, or do you? I mean, is that something? You I think mean, is- here I'm one to talk as I sit here on a political, you know, yeah, podcast. Yeah. Right? Hey. <laughs> That's true. I'll try not to go too far down the wormhole. I'm more or less into ancient esoteric knowledge, and uh, it's hard to pull the wool over my eyes. I've manipulated people and uh, the mass in ways that you know people can only fantasize about doing when you write a paragraph and you hear a hundred thousand people say it as you walk down an entrance ramp to a fake wrestling match where people are all agreeing to suspend their disbelief, think it's real and scream and hoorah at the same time. There's a lot of manipulation behind the scenes that goes on to it. And when I watch the news nowadays and I see the pounds of makeup on Sean Hannity's face and on Rachel Maddow's face and, you know, and Don Lemon's face, I just watch, I feel like I'm watching the hunger games. Yes. Yeah. It's a movie. It's a I am movie. watching a movie, yep. and the way I feel about it is it's WrestleMania, and we are bleeding up to WrestleMania. Now, if I say this, don't take it out of context, but what I think is happening is, you know, I'm not going to go down the wormhole with number 17. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to sit here and say this. If I had evidence that would be damning to my opponent in a wrestling world, yeah, all right, in a wrestling mind, a book and a show, and this is a movie, I'm not going to give them time to find another candidate and release this evidence a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. I'm going to wait until days before the polls. Mm-hmm. 
to ruin somebody and guarantee this thing in a landslide. That's what I think is happening. If you go on Parler and you hashtag, you know, uh, you know, t- Triple H, if you know his Hunter Hearst Helmsley, yeah, yeah, just the first name. If you hashtag that, uh, <laughs> you'll see things that are mind blowing and you are not going to see them covered in the media. Nope. Now, the same in essence goes for watching, you know, like a, a, a briefing or a, uh, you know, a, a Senate Judiciary Committee watching a whole briefing or watching uh, Sidney Powell's, you know, uh, statement in a federal court. Um, the things she says at that federal court, you do not hear her say when you watch her on Hannity or you watch her on, uh, you know, CNN. She does not even say the information that she's relaying in these courtrooms. Yeah. Why? Because I was I was once a guy who held a microphone every single week on national television uh, in front of millions of people on, on the longest running cable episodic television show in the history of the world, pro wrestling, Monday Night Raw. Now, I'm the only guy who got a microphone every fucking week. So I know that I can be as good as I want to be, that I can say as much as I want to say, but only as much as they allow me to. I get you. And the people can like me because they think I'm raw. They think I'm real and I'm on the edge and I'm going off script and I'm ad libbing and they love that. But in reality, I'm only allowed to do what's in the storyline, what's in the script. And there's people that they adhere to in the higher ups. And there's a whole chain of command there. And the same goes for the news. When you watch it, I know you've seen a million newsreels lined up in little squares all next to each other with the same talking points. And they're all hitting them as they get those briefings in the mail. I, when I say like, it's hard to pull the wool over my eyes, it's pretty much freaking impossible. Now, do I buy into the, uh, what one would call conspiracy theory. I don't, I don't look at anything like it's good. If you do believe conspiracy theory, you're an idiot. If you don't, you're an idiot. So let's (laughs) find some common ground. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the information. Don't take it from the media because it's never going to come to you. Do your research. And through my research, I have found incredible, what we would call coincidences. And I don't really believe in those things. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Yeah, no, and then when you look at the news, all you have to do is look at the advertisements. I've heard Sam Tripoli on Tinfoil Hat Podcast talk about this, where you look at the advertisers, like the commercials. <laughs> I mean, you got like, were you ever exposed to asbestos? Do you need a lawyer? And you have like oh, bro, pharmaceutical. Bro, everything, you know, listen, everything is a problem that they're selling you the solution for. Yeah, right. They yep. created. You, you know, need a it's, lawyer? It's, it's a simple, it's a, it's a simple, like, look at Golden Arches, McDonald's, okay? We're going to sell you big... You mean to tell me that Big Sugar didn't know when they were making Coca-Cola that there was going to be diabetes down the line? Okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. You think that when you go down the street and you, and, you, and you eat bad food and it makes you feel bad that going down the street to an Advil to get something that's going to thin your blood, take the swelling down when, you're, when you're, you know you've had too much sodium? Like... <laughs> Guys, they sell you the fucking product. They sell you the solution. And it's yeah. as simple as, you know, bright lights on the side of the road that literally through marketeering, uh, you know, Edward Bernays, Sigmund Freud, marketing endeavors. of You know, like it, it was what? October, I want to say the 28th, 22nd. Okay. All right. Bottom line is that women's suffrage, okay, all these people that wanted the right to vote, deserved it, needed it, the world finally allowing this to happen. And in 2020, it's 100 years since, you know, women got the right to vote, okay? But 
how can we make money off this? Well, go back in time, bro. It's the same as it is now. We're not spinning the knob on the television to change the channel. We're flipping it like this, and the same people are putting on the same show, right? Well, at the same time, women want the right to vote. Well, Big Tobacco's going to say, you want to be equal to men? We'll light up a cigarette all at the same time in an act of defiance as you march. And we have only five channels, CBS, NBC, ABC, whatever. You flip through four or five channels on your TV in 1920, and here's all the women at the same time lighting up a cigarette. And what are we doing? We're making money hand over fist. And we employed that same man who convince people to sign up for war edward bernays propaganda mm-hmm. to make propaganda for big tobacco to make more money to make it appropriate for women to smoke and provide a sexual connotation when doing so in uh eliciting a response from men to also want to smoke it was a double entendre of 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 sales and and it was all subconscious predictive programming that led to a day and age where now we have cancer, we have this, we have that, and we sell you the medicine. And the same investors back then in television were the same investors in pharmaceuticals that are the same investors in the cure for these issues that they cause, big tobacco, big sugar, okay? Mm-hmm. These issues, and, and and I think that the pandemic allowed everybody to sit back, okay? And, and now no one wants to be entertained anymore. You don't want to watch Netflix. You want to watch the real shit. You guys got popping on a podcast. Guys like me talking to you now, listening yeah. to you guys now, because people want to hear that real shit. They don't want to be entertained. They don't want to pull the wool over their eyes anymore and say, okay, I'm going to, for the next five hours of my life, Netflix binge this television show that is is literally meant to keep me on this couch and not change the world. Yeah. And they manipulate too. I mean, Netflix and all them do the same thing, man. Absolutely. I well, mean, that's it's suspended disbelief, just like you were saying with wrestling. And it's uh it's it's distraction. That's what this whole world is meant to be. It's let's find a way to keep the dull minded happy yep. and not to question a thing. And let's not only that, but let's introduce this idea that if you do decide to question something, you'll be looked at as a fool. Yeah. And you'll be shamed and you'll be chastised and sent back to the nether regions of uh, Hunter Biden's, uh, you know what. But yeah, you'll be called a racist <laughs> and everything else under the sun. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's essentially the fact that you can't question anything should make somebody elicit the response of, fuck you. I'm sorry, but yes, I can and I will. Yeah. And I'm going to. And then yeah. when you do do that. You get banned from YouTube. We just our main channel just got banned off YouTube. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, brother, yeah. I have been aware. I mean, Parlor Rumble, Bit Shoot is the way I've been going to get the information I've been gathering over the past few months. Yeah, watching this whole thing play out, it's been funny to see the mainstream media catch up to the things that I have been in the know of. Watching people like my parents and other people yeah. uh, that are getting this information, and you know, it's it's just how many coincidences are there going to be? Uh, you know, whether it's smoke, there's usually fire. Maybe it's Hunter smoking crack. I mean, one or the other. Right? That is definitely true. <laughs> I think that is where the smoke comes from. That is the smoke in the room. Have you seen, I mean, have you been following the Hunter stuff? Is that something that's interested you at all? Uh, there's nothing There's nothing that anyone can get by me. It's funny. It's like I, I felt like I could step out into this world and probably make a difference. Almost like I wanted to be a voice. But uh, I definitely thought about my career, thought about a lot of things. And uh you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I am my own man, and I don't take orders from anybody. But but when I see what's going on, you know, I have, bro, 
there's little things that 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 that, that are happening that no one's really up in arms about talking about like bro i've wanted my whole life to know if ufos were real if aliens were real <laughs> yeah and this president comes out and this president comes out and goes oh yeah not from this earth real yeah. Yeah. nobody says shit yeah bro, <laughs> the age-old question you just think he's wacky. You saw Steven Spielberg movies, ET shit. You've been wondering your whole life, and they finally, during COVID, come out and go, "We have, uh, we have, we have definitely identified these things, and they are not from Earth." So, what do you think about that? Do you think that that's like a distraction? Do you think that I mean, that is? I mean, like- I've always, you know, hey, listen. At the end of the day, this president told me that UFOs are real. What more can I ask him? <laughs> <laughs> well, true. everybody's waiting for the JFK assassination files so we want to see the real. i want yes. to know about it and, and beyond that uh i sent you guys a link to a video and, and a time point and a time stamp did anybody watch that i did not i'm, I'm pretty sure i did but i, I gotta figure out i've been Ooh, if you really trying... want to go down the wormhole that one's that one's very intriguing very intriguing. yeah you're talking about the uh yeah the 2330 I mean, part if you've seen the 10 part series fall cabal you've, you've, yeah. you know what i'm talking about all right yeah. well october 17th was a date Oh. Okay. Now I sent you a video. Yeah. Right? Is there yep. a way? Is there, what, what is it? Chris over there? Chris, can you pull that video up? What? Yes. It's on our, on our Instagram. Or, yeah. Instagram it's on the DM. It's from the, uh, you're talking about the rally in Michigan, right? The 2330 on, mark? On. Yeah. All right. And you can see that screen, can't you? Well, no, not I, yet. I can, I can see myself and you two guys. Oh, okay. So not yet. We're, right. Chris is pulling it up. And we're going to, we'll find it. But uh, yes, so this is worth the wormhole conversation because I know this right. is what your listeners are probably gonna 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 want to talk about. So twenty three um, thirty mark is where. Yeah, just go from right there. Okay, we'll we'll flip the screen so our viewers can see this, and then I think you could still see it too, Enzo. Yeah, you I get volume there. You guys are on a production uh, level over there. Oh yeah. Well, we're trying. <laughs> Doing well over there. All right, hold on. Chris is on. clicking. So this is the 17th, October 17th. I didn't okay. even think about And the rally, uh, I believe it was in Tennessee, right? Uh, it, says, it says Michigan. Michigan, Michigan. M- yes, Muskegon? Muskegon, Michigan. Muskegon, Muskegon. Wow, I'm I, an idiot. <laughs> I, dude, I, I've never been there, so I have no idea how to pronounce it. All right. Now, this is some interesting stuff, guys. Okay. How are we doing, Chris? Hold on. It's Rabbit hole. Look at that. Presidential president, though, dude, he's uh, he's got a lot of supporters okay. behind him. She was jumping out of her seat. Hey, thank you. Very we turn that up just a little. Bit. Watch this. He's very conservative. He's a big star, and I hate to say this; it's very incorrect. You don't say it anymore, but the women really like him a lot. Run that back one more time. He said, "Johnny, didn't he?" Did he? He's, he called the guy Johnny. Here we go. Let's listen one more time. She was jumping out of her seat. Hey, thank you very much, John. Everybody knows oh. John. The, the man stays off camera. You can't see the man. You see the hand. He's very- Just holding the hand. Yeah, the hand, hand stuff there, brother. Wait. Now that's wormhole stuff. <laughs> I swear Trump does this shit on purpose. God damn yeah. it. He does. Yeah, no, he, might, up, and- he, he might just want to get the people fired up, you know? 
Yeah, we had a well, a whole episode. Unfortunately, I was not a part of this because I was having, or my wife was having a baby at the time. But uh, Chris and Dave went into a just a hands down, like, is JFK Jr. still alive? <laughs> and they went through various footage, and they went through various you know videos, photos, looking at uh, who is this guy Vincent someone Fushka. Vincent Fushka. Fushka. Oh, yeah. And, and if you Conqueror look at... Conqueror of Dark. What does that mean? Dark to Light or something, I believe? Yeah. The Latin root of that, that name. Oh, are you serious? I don't know the, if I've the ever looked Latin at Latin root of Vincent Fushka means Dark to Light. Wow. Oh, my okay. God. Well, yeah, because if you do an overlay of Vincent Fushka's face with JFK's face, it is an identical mold. The shape. And not only that, but the wife. Jeff. The wife is what sells it for me. Man. Well, yes. they just did at that at that same rally that I just showed you guys. They they have two kids that look like they could be, you know, the Kennedys. So, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you think he's still alive? It's all fascinating. It's all well and good. It's all fun. But until you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Until exactly. Then. So yeah, I mean, I don't I don't believe it. I don't buy into it on either side. I love to hear it all. I yeah. am extremely <laughs> enveloped in you know esoteric. Knowledge. I mean, I'm reading a book right now on exopolitics that's uh, oh. pretty extreme. That's like deep. I don't know if you guys are Gaia members. Are you guys Gaia members? Uh, your father-in-law is. For so sure. yeah, we we have a guest uh, called Big Ron, and he is a Gaia member, and he watches all Gaia stuff. So, so he goes Gaia down some rabbit holes. I got Gaia. I think it's very interesting when you hear about David Adair, um, Rocket Man. Yep. You know, uh, and the patents that he has. And uh, when you hear even Kanye talk about Nikolai Tesla and the re- most recent thing that they just came out with, it's almost like they're disclosing information clo- slowly, uh, you yeah. know, about Edison burying, you know, Nikolai Tesla. There's, a, there's like a Netflix doc or something that just came oh, out, really? which is kind of crazy. Well, that's so, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it talks about Rockefeller, it talks about the Rothschilds, I believe, and uh, the money that was you know, given to finance uh, these energy endeavors and the silencing of the information from Tesla that would have changed the world and Dude. provided us all. Well, I think yeah, that, oh, that and Trump, I get Trump family, I guess, is either related or close friends with the Tesla back in the day, like Trump's well, grandfather or something. Fr- well, and I think all they inherited of the te- all of, stuff. All of Tesla's works ended up in John J. Trump's hands, which yes. was the uncle of uh, Donald Trump. So, yeah. um, and Donald was apparently very close to him. And there was a book written in 1889, okay, called yep. uh, Baron Trump. Uh, and it was about <laughs> him time traveling. The time traveler. Donnie. And then, 19, and then in uh, 1900, that same author wrote a book called The Last President. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, these things are all fucking great. I mean, when you there's a lot of people over time, a lot of writers, a lot of names, so yeah. anything's possible. But I just love to hear this stuff, find out these coincidences and these anomalies. Well, that's what I that's what we like to do on the show because Greg is like super into conspiracies, like more than me. I'm more like, okay, let's try to be rational here. Let's see what's going on. But that's what makes the show fun is because he comes up with this stuff, and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> but like you were saying, man, it's like. At some point, you have to step back and be like, "What in the? How is this so coincidental?" And, and like you said, do you believe in coincidences? Because there's no way, yeah, that all this shit just pans out perfectly like it does. It's weird, man. 
I don't know if Barron's a real time traveler. Uh, the kid grew like a leaf, yeah, man. That's, it's, that's it's what's it's stretching crazy, from bro. the tunnel. If Barron Trump is a time traveler. That's the real, you know. Yeah, yeah he's that's, tall that's, as that, shit. That's that stretches your body out when he, you go through those tunnels, man. He's, yeah. He grew three feet over the last three years. At least. So he was never born. Okay, he's he didn't come out of a vagina. He no. actually came out of a wormhole. <laughs> That's and, probably. And this is where he uh, he rose out of this hole, and he said, "Trump." I am your son. <laughs> and well, I that's what Trump called it was the wormhole. You know what's, like, you know what's crazy is uh, if, if you really go down the wormhole and you think about all the hallucinogenics, when you talk, when you look at guys like Graham Hancock and the uh, books that they've written and, uh, you know, and magicians of the gods and stuff like that, like some of this information so crazy, so far out there. But damn, man, some of it makes a whole lot of sense, dude. Yeah, it yeah. is, you know, like the burning bush and stuff. And like, yeah, I, like you even hear Matthew McConaughey talk about it recently on Joe Rogan's podcast. And while Jesus makes his comeback in the midst of that, like, OK, I think that the world is going to find out in due time that, you know, a lot of holistic uh, and energy derivative, uh, mindful, positive thinking and and um, natural, organic, non-GMO earthly healthy ways to live a long happy healthy life and the answers are all around us in nature and i'm readily available through hallucinogenics i really do believe that you know like micro dosing of mushrooms and the effects that mushrooms have uh and the effects of like cbd on on uh, epileptic patients and and these Mm -hmm. these things that big pharma have dumbed down they say oh no, you can't. Do, like, we need to explore those options and understand how those things, uh, you know, are, are, are in ancient cultures. So oftentimes the cure for so many things yeah. uh, in this in this century, in this day and time, like it's, it's about damn time. Like, give me a break. How is marijuana illegal in any state? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, what it really comes down to is the control of information. And that is what they've been doing since the beginning of time. I mean, the burning of the, the library in Alexandria back in, you know, I don't remember. Speaking what, of, right? tie it into the wormhole. Tie it into the current state okay, of the world. It. What is going on with the email from Hillary that asks about the Nephilim and yes. the tomb of Gilgamesh? Holy shit, what is this? I haven't even looked into this yet. Well, Nephilim, Woo! Nephilim are the and find it right now. All right, let's I'll, do I it. I can send you links, but look, go on Parlor because Twitter's not going to let you do it. If you hashtag Nephilim, which is the ancient giants of old, the Anunnaki, uh, watching, the Anunnaki, the, the Sumerians, the uh, the ancient, uh, you know, even even you talk about. Uh, this this culture of fallen angels that, that, that they talk about uh you know culture derivatives of of the bible that were basically like fallen angels satan that whole story lucifer yeah. and the women on earth and why today why people in different cultures wear shawls over their head uh women to protect themselves from the fallen angels who are fucking all the women they would see oh. them from the sky the flowing hair they'd come down fuck their girls and then they'd have children that were half man half fucking god and those were considered the nephilim and they were coming around killing all the women and fighting people or something and then that ancient flood happened so this goes back to like noah's ark his the epic of gilgamesh the bloodline of enoch and all those beginning stages of ancient knowledge about 
the world that potentially existed before the mass flood that Graham Hancock speaks about, speaks yeah. about like 2,500 years ago. The Sphinx, they've now outdated that when they found uh, in Begliatepe in Turkey, ancient artifacts and underground, uh, you know, what do they call them? Like uh, not canals, ca- caverns. Yeah. They found fucking caverns everywhere. And bottom line is Hillary sent an email. She wanted to know about the tomb they found of Gilgamesh and the uh, buried Nephilim. Okay. So oh. the Nephilim, you could find a video that is very sketchy. It, you can't tell what it's real, but it's basically what they're saying is that they're, if you watch Gaia network, and you watch guys like David Adair, Corey Good, or uh, uh, Emory Smith, Emory Smith, Corey Good. These guys who are whistleblowers. Uh, Corey Good said that all over the world, there's these half god, half man um, tombs with giants that are sleeping, that are oh in a state god. of like uh, hypnosis, perilous. They're breathing. They, they could come back to life at any moment and they found them and they're in tombs and they're called Nephilim. Hillary inquired about them and I'm not telling you for one fucking second this is what I believe. I <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to tell you right now I'm fucking excited as fuck right now. <laughs> I was going to say, the idea, that's a damn movie, bro. Like just, like you were, uh, what was that? What's that one with the aliens do with uh, Tom Cruise? It wasn't very good. That end of the War of the Worlds. World. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know when that shit like awakens out of the ground. It's just yeah. like, oh, that's a fucking giant, dude. That's a fucking giant. That well, Yankee yeah, had, and it's, had, boy. it's like <laughs> David, Yankee David had, and Goliath, right? It. So Goliath was a Nephilim in yes, the exactly. story of the Bible. David, David and Goliath. So oh. no, so these biblical stories. If you talk about the Book of Genesis and. The first book in the epic of uh, so when King James took over the Bible, it was rewritten, and so the, the the books that were taken out of the Bible that were originally in there, uh, and then you know ancient artifacts like the Epic of Gilgamesh that were found um, that tell stories, and they tell story about a flood and Noah's Ark, and um, it's very intriguing to know that they've now used you know geography uh and 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 went around the world and, and examined all these rocks uh all over the world and archaeologists have discovered like you know time lapses that you know say like hey look we think the sphinx is 2500 years old but we see water erosion on it and that comes in uh, a time period that was long before this desert plain was it would have had to have meant that it was raining in Egypt yeah, at yeah. that time. And when would that have happened? It was like before this certain ice age. And oh my God, this dates it back thousands of years further than we thought the Sphinx was. So maybe it wasn't built by Egyptians. We just don't know. See, that's the thing is like scientists, right? This even kind of goes with the COVID thing, but scientists, everybody just takes their word. They're just sometimes as clueless as everybody else. They're just more educated. So they have an educated guess, right? But I've seen like the giants, right? Where they're pulling these like, well, they show pictures of giants' bones that they're yeah, digging up, yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, it's fake." And everybody's like, "Yeah, that's fake." But it's like, "Well, how do you know it's real?" I mean, how do you know it's really fake? Because they said everything else is fake, and this is well. Why does Hillary want to know about Gilgamesh's tomb? Well, because yeah. she's a why, Satan worshiper. Yeah, why is she asking about it in the first place? Guys, did we find, so, did so we find Chris, that email? Chris, do your do your little hashtag on Parlor hashtag Nephilim. You'll Go find a parlor. video, and you'll see these. 
two old tombs. One of them is grayed over because apparently he can't come back to life. But apparently this other tomb that they're looking in, this thing is like a preserved body that is surrounded by the nicest gold fucking shit you've ever seen in your life wearing a gold crown. And it looks real. Is it coming up, Chris? Well, yeah, we'll we'll have to search for that. He's gonna pull up. That he's, one's he's wild, looking. and 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 that was you know, and 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 this a lot of this goes back to you know the Middle East and Iran and Israel and uh, you know, what 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 knowledge do they have? And it's kind of crazy to think you know, uh, with what's going on in the world, uh, that there's information out there that our vice president uh, of the past and current presidential nominee you know <laughs> this this he could have been being blackmailed by the ccp could have been being blackmailed by russia iran the trillions yeah. of dollars that came in on a fucking flight to iran yeah what was that for Ooh. Well, yeah there's lots of yeah well i mean the whole uh killing and why of SEAL team does hillary want to know about the nephilim <clears throat> well, I think it has something to do with the fact she cuts kids' faces off and <clears throat> uses some, you know, their blood for power. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. But hey, well, I mean, if you've ever seen the movie with uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, yes, I have. You got to fix the. There they go. It. They put it right out there on the wall. You know, I had this incredible prophecy. Pro- I, I feel like I should be a philosopher. I would love to philosoph. Just, just throw this, throw this prophecy out there, like potential realness. And I can't. So I feel like a lot of life. Uh, is like a bit of a projection. You could maybe it's time and space and it's vibrations and it's energy and you could kind of manifest, manipulate and kind of create your own path. So to say, I've managed to do so much of that. I've manifested so many incredible things in my life. And I hear Kanye speak about the same notion, right? And then I think about the world that we live in and I think about the projections. Look, if you are not sitting in front of a TV screen, the information that comes through that screen, you never receive. Your premonitions are going to be very different in your in your knowledge and your expectations and your uh, wherewithal. Everything is going to be different. But when you look back in time, when the when the ships landed on the West Indies, okay. Uh, you got the Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria looking big as fuck and canoes and boats coming in off the sh- off the fucking coast a couple hundred yards. Right. And the and they're anchored out there and the shamans get on land and they're out there with all the natives, the indigenous people. And they look up and they see a few canoes coming in. And they're like, holy fucking shit. Who the fuck is that? What is that? These guys got guns, but they don't understand that. Yeah. The shaman looks up. And what does the shaman see? He sees the water current changing. And he goes, why is the water current changing? And then all of a sudden he goes, holy fucking shit. There's three huge giant ships behind (laughs) all these people coming in on these water. But the people couldn't even see those giant ships because their mind's eye never even fucking imagined that being a reality. They couldn't even see these ships. But the shamans who were one with nature watched the water current stopping because of these three giant ships. And then they realized and they went, oh, shit. Let me smarten all these people. Yo, look it. There's huge ships. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, that's, that's the late. thing. But that's, that's the how thing. it went down. Well, that's it's like so the and same we goes still... for us. If we yeah. don't look up in the sky, if we never saw a UFO, if we never saw movies, if there was no ET, if there was none of this, if there was no Avatar, and you never learned about what a blue avian was, which is a like an alien said to exist, right? Like yep. these things are projections that they put in front of you for you to see, and it's almost like a disclosure. Also, if you think about the products 
the pandemic movies, the this, the that. It's almost like they manifested all this shit. They put yeah. it in front of you, and then it actually happened. So yeah, much it of it. They did. Yeah, it's it's preparing people, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Is it kind of have an idea what's going on? Is it actually making these things happen? Is it projecting this information out into the world, putting it out there, projecting it, manifesting it, making it real, making you look of it, making you think about it, and all these things, and now this is becoming a reality. So that's kind of like I don't know that they don't know that from an ancient esoteric knowledge that's Illuminati freemasonry that says like oh here's predictive programming this is mk ultra because once they approve mk ultra which we're aware of and they never disapprove of it then you're watching it every day of your life yeah so enzo is this kind of like the uh the split light theory or the split beam theory where you have or split hole whatever that is where the two pillars of light or the two beams of light you don't know, like basically thinking about or observing it. It's like the observer effect. When you see it, that is what makes that event come to reality. And it wouldn't ever come to reality and if you never would have seen it. That's your I think my head. so much of what we, <laughs> we all we I think that's so much of what we all manifest. If if I could put you on the same frequency as me, and we're both sitting in a home, you're in Oregon, I'm in fucking North Jersey. We're both watching the same product on Netflix. We're both having the same thoughts. We're both seeing the same things. We're infiltrating your brain. Just like, you know, you go back to yellow journalism, Pulitzer, and you go back to, uh, you know, uh, Randolph Hearst. And these guys wanting to win a war in journalism with the New York world and the New York Journal. So much propaganda that led to the Rough Riders and Teddy Roosevelt and the Battle of San Juan Hill where all these black people died and got never mentioned. And then the Rough Riders were the heroes. And then this guy goes on to become elected president. It's like Citizen Kane, the movie. And then you watch it actually play out right in front of your very faces all the time. Yeah. I mean, and they've been testing people since, you know, uh, Citizen Kane, uh, what's Orson Welles made, you know, War of the Worlds. Like you said, Tom Cruise, they did that on the radio that it was said that people, you know, thought aliens were really coming and people yeah. killed themselves, the which nobody yeah. did, which was just also nobody really killed themselves. But no, you know, the newspapers wrote up that they did. That's <laughs> the, an example of that shit back then. I think yeah. about it now. Well, it's just the collective consciousness. And we talked about this a lot on this show. It's basically when you get a mass swell of people all thinking and believing the same thing, they can influence an event. No, and, I mean, what's bigger than COVID? So, Worldwide. You know, it's, so, it's yeah. funny you should say that. It's like the way I, I, I've always perceived, I would say over the past like five to ten years, especially after my experiences in entertainment, that, you know, like modern day rap to me, uh, you know, I think that they've manipulated the culture uh, of hip hop. They've used a race of people to dignify what is cool, because that race through the Horatio Alger theory, when you go through yellow journalism, the Horatio Alger theory is a story of a kid that was written in the newspaper that person that came from nothing from obscurity in New York, you know, during the fucking gangs of new york time that rose up through that adversity who had nothing an orphan who came up to become rich jay-z the modern day jay-z they've been telling that story and creating those people for you because remember any dollar that these people are making this it's systemic racism it's still coming from a white guy okay when a white guy spends his money he spends a dollar it's like i i think uh jewish people 27 uh days they hang on to a dollar and spend it within their own race or hold on to it in their own pocket the white man like 21 days back and forth between a white guy okay black guy gives his money to another race within minutes or hours 
Okay. Oh. Well, that's so when when you give your money to a guy within minutes or hours as a whole race, that's systemic. That comes from the fucking top. How yeah. did that fucking happen? Well, look at it. It's like, you know, you go back to the NFL football. Guess what? When Kaepernick took a knee, if every motherfucker in the league took a knee at that time and no one took the field, yeah. then that white billionaire who thinks he's got the fucking power and he's got the plantation and there's the field down there and you're on it. Yep. You know what I mean? Guess what? He ain't got no fucking power because we ain't playing. You know, if I'm LeBron James, I start my own NBA. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, like, look at 20, th- 32 NFL teams, 31 of them are, are white men, right? One of them, Tony Khan's, uh, you know, Middle Eastern. Yeah. So the guys on the field, you know, they're very diverse and mostly, uh, you know, black. So yeah. there's an issue here. And I agree. You aren't going to solve it by continuing to adhere to the principles of billionaires and the elite who control all of this. So the world that we live in right now, I feel like it's so much of a manifestation of their projection of what they want for you in America and what they perceive to be happy, the white picket fence, the house, the squares that you all get put into. Whereas in reality, there's, you know, so much opportunity out there and there's no reason for starvation and there's no reason why people can't have shelter. We have these things. We solve these things. You know, it's, it's like, I just, you can't help but think when Hillary wants to know about the tombs of Nephilim, that there's fucking knowledge they got. And they've been predictive programming people so that they can get us to a point where they have control. And you you, you kneel to somebody that's not God, and you put a mask on your face, and you cover your identity in a place where it used to be illegal to walk into a bank with a mask on. Well, now go rob that bank with your mask on. Yeah, right. Well, it's weird because, like, I mean, what makes it odd in a in a real form is why would Hil- like you said, why would Hillary Clinton of all people be asking about something like that? Like, she has no history of talking about you know history, if you will. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she has this email come out, and that's that's what she's talking about. So, what what's the reason? You know, I mean, she's not some well, conspiracy wrote, theorist. Apparently, Bill wrote in his book. Bill wrote in his book in his own memoir about voodoo. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yes, and so uh, you know. If you, they, they believe in a supernatural. Yeah. Whether Dude, I think, you I, believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether I believe it or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because they believe in a supernatural. So if they believe in it, whether that supernatural being is Jesus Christ or God or a derivative of the Bible or a derivative of the Quran or, a, you know, a Buddha, whatever it is, maybe it's something evil in essence that gets you the things that you want or think that you need to attain. And, you know, when you look at Pharaoh's and you look at the story of Moses and having to, you know, separate himself 40 days, 40 nights, get the Pharaoh out of my brain. What is the Pharaoh? The Pharaoh is, I deserve this. I inherited this. This is my, you know, hierarchy and I'm at the top of it. And all of you people are underneath of me and I deserve this and I'm inheriting it. No, I need to get separate myself from that. So what is a Pharaoh? Pharaoh, when I die, I put my money in my grave. It's like a Drake lyric. Okay. And the owls and the OVO and the Illuminati and all of these symbolisms are all in the things that it doesn't mean that Drake's doing. It doesn't mean that he knows or whatever. doesn't mean that he even meant to. I'm just saying that these things, some of them are coincidences, some of them aren't. And you know that these things exist like skull and bones, Freemasonry, Illuminati. It is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Now look at the bloodlines. And if you think about Modern day hip hop, as I was saying, they took an entire culture, right? Yep. That was a plan. That was a plan. 
black man had it really rough in America, okay? Especially coming up to the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Now we're at a point where they're taking it back, okay? But in the same token, you have to understand that they wanted that wave, that culture, the manipulation. They want you to talk about on top of vibrations that are satanic, okay? Like, you'll hear Kanye talk about it. Who knows more about making production music than Kanye West and vibrations and doctors that he's spoken with vibrations. Okay. Now I got a guy telling you about the bitches he's got about the, about the money he's got about the gold and about the diamonds and all of these minerals and things that it it was even said that aliens who originally came here, came here as miners to get Mm. gold, like the Anunnaki and whatnot. Right. So, okay. Now we put diamonds in your ears. We put gold on your neck. We put gold in your mouth and you tell everybody you're of God. Right. Maybe you are because maybe you, you you ancient bloodlines, right? Maybe everyone has a derivative of God to a degree in them or something like that. Well, they find the people that get on stage for the money, right? They own them and they're masters, okay, on paper. Literally, they call it their masters. They own you and the money you're making. They give you advances and they recoup on those advances with interest. And they sign you to these labels and they own you and they run your shit. But then they put you on the stages and they pack up the entire arena. They get an entire arena of people to say these terrible things all at the same damn time. Yep. Yep. And that is is. modern day prayer. That is what all the people are doing when they're singing homilies in church. Now, they Mm -hmm. took church and they made church fucking manipulate an entire culture of people to brag both be better than one another not to be equal yep. and then they put them all on a stage and then they tell them here and they and they're the ones really making more money than the guy who's on stage yeah the guy on stage is constantly in debt you know what i mean they pretty much permanently put you in debt so you owe them for the rest of your life you know yeah man well uh, that and, and, you know, i i'm 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 dude when i was in the shits dude when i was in the wwe the reason why people like me is because they knew I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and people do give a fuck. I was out here. I didn't yeah. give a fuck. Bro, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm not going to curse. I'm not going to put the company at risk. I'm not going to, you know, be a jerk off and, and, and be out. I never even had a picture with a beer in my hand for six years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just know that if you could do this better than me, then you would be out here right now. Yeah. So you ain't going to tell me how to do this shit. So th- I'm going to take th- a risk. I'm do you think real. that like artists and celebrities, I know, you know, I've watched some of the interviews. I mean, you know, some, some pretty famous people, man, for sure. Do you think that when, you know, you got podcasts like ours and we talk about celebrities and Hollywood life and the kind of the weird things that they do and the pedophilia problems, do you think that's these people being like that? Or is that the industry forcing it out of them? Like blackmail? No, I'm just I saying, mean, like, look, look, Shia LaBeouf has been quoted, I believe, as saying, you know, he was like 16 and he had a, uh, like a casting couch type thing. And he just, the guy said, like, send a picture of your dick or something, send me a nude. And Shia LaBeouf sent him a nude picture and he knew he was game. Oh, so man. he didn't have to go sit on a couch and get naked or anything like that. He just, the guy had a picture of him naked. Yeah. You're controlled, dude. That's what it is. It's the control of information and it's the control of people. And if you control the moneymakers, you control the profit. But we, you- the people, have the power, and that's the most beautiful thing. And I yeah. was an absolute uh, beneficiary of the people when I was in the WWE. They were I never wrestled before in my life. I had no idea what I was doing, but the people were cheering so much when I wasn't out there. They had to put me out there, and I had to learn on the fly, and I got thrown into a fire. Uh, the people 
managed to keep me, uh, you know, my head above water because no matter what uh, was going on in the wrestling world uh, or whether it was politics backstage or winning and losing when I'm a guy who lost every night. I lost every night for five years, but the people still wanted to see me. That should never happen. Wrestling is built on wins and losses and we control the narrative. But I took the narrative. I took it from them. That never happens. Yeah. So how did I do that? Well, you got to what we call get over. When the people fucking like you and you're over, it don't matter what you do wrong. I got yeah. the company fined $45,000 for copyright infringement for singing New York, New York at the Barclays Center at SummerSlam with Big Cass, <laughs> my tag team partner. And the next day, Big Cass was in the main event. So you were being censored you know, then. <laughs> I, I thought I was getting fired. I thought I was getting fired. I thought the next day I was going to work. I went to Monday Night Raw. I'm getting fired. No, Big Cass is in the main event. Enzo and Cass are on microphones in the opening. Yeah. Overall. Okay. Well, now I get it. Okay. Well, yeah. It, it, it's all about getting the people and look at the president. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? And look at, look it at this whole It doesn't matter movement. about the politics. The politics don't matter when the people get behind you. Yeah. And this whole movement is based on the people because – our shit's getting put down left and right. I mean, I, this I mean, whole Nancy Pelosi is worth $827 million. What the fuck does me or any of the people in America share in common with her? Nothing. Yeah, right? Nothing. Yeah, and people are waking up to that. They're like, uh, sorry, you you t- treat us like we're an animal. You, tr- you talk to us like we're a child. Dude, I hope so. I mean, I, the saddest part is that people still continue to vote for her. I mean, Joe Biden's going to get votes, bro. Nancy Pelosi's going to get votes. But uh, the election fraud. Nah, where well, they're revealing a lot of this election fraud. The vote in mails are all corrupt. The counts, you can't trust the fucking... But you can't trust the polls. It's like Enzo was saying, man. It's brainwashed. Yes. There's people that believe what she is saying to be true. You know yeah. what I mean? They believe everything. And, and, you know, and, there's, and, and, there's, and there's people who, you know, like, look, you don't have to love Donald Trump. You don't have to love Joe Biden. But look around at your circumstances and yeah. what is affecting you. I have a small business. I got a small business loan from this president yeah. and this government during this pandemic. I managed to get uh, unemployment as a 1099 employee. Okay. A guy who had no shows to go to, no autographs, no nothing. I got, I, I, I managed to keep my head above water because of the, of the situation we were in. They got money and they put together a budget and they helped small businesses. Okay. Now, the problem of systemic racism is just that. It's that when you build the job market and you want to put a Walmart in the hood and now mm. provide minimum wage to a bunch of people and yeah. get them. No, here has 10, $10 billion uh, loan that we go to the black communities that you own the little grocery store in the corner. You own the yoga studio next to it. You own the gym next to that. You own the supermarket and you own the, you know, fucking pizza you you got a pizza shop those loans have zero interest rate that's never been fucking done Mm -hmm. i mean i i don't know that this is true i don't know that it's never been done but i'm i'm assuming if the government gives you 10 bucks they want more than 10 dollars back 11 yeah right it's not a bad no we give you 10 bucks you give us 10 back as long as you prove on paper that you use the money for your business yeah Yeah. well that's the thing is they don't want people to own their own businesses, man. Like they want them sucking off the neck. You know what I'm they saying? Don't. They don't. They don't. So, but you know, I will say, and who knows what will actually happen. I mean, we're only nine days out from finding out how this. Well, it could be a little longer than that, mm-hmm. but there seems to be a shift. 
uh, from minority vote for Trump. I mean, the last debate that he had, the approval rating of that debate after was 46% from the black community. Yeah. In the, in the poll. In the I poll. Can't, I can't even comprehend how. Like, I feel like when I tell you we're in a simulation of sorts, yeah. you know, and it's not just because I've smoked DMT. It, 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 it's, it's as I say this, okay, I think about this. The most popular New York city, the, the biggest city in the world for radio ever in the history of mankind. Yeah. And the biggest show in all of morning radio with the biggest name in morning radio in New York City, Charlemagne the God. Yep. Almost mm-hmm. like a simulation of sorts. The guy who stood on stages with the first black president all over the world, okay? You'd think he'd know better. But in a simulation of sorts, the dumbest thing he might have ever said in his fucking life, two of all people, the fucking breakfast club, Charlemagne, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Bro, are we in a simulation? How do you say something of that context in that moment? Like, that was the dumbest thing. And then, you know, even people like him, I think he lost his vote, you know. But at the end of the day, that guy, Charlemagne, he works for iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio, that's owned by George Zoros. And so yeah. is Hot 97 in the building. So they're only allowed to say a certain amount of things. Yep. And they're going to yep. push that propaganda through the fucking moon and through the roof. I don't entertain myself. I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch television. I don't watch fucking movies. I don't watch shit unless yep. it's information that I'm digesting. Yeah, that's the same way I am, too. Well, Char- Charlemagne the God just came out and said that, and people were pissed at him, that he understands why people want to vote for Donald Trump. And it's like, yeah. just saying that, and you get shamed for that, which he has a... I mean, listen, you're right. When Biden came out and said that, that turned people off right away, man. Yeah, and then what happened a week later? Less than a week later. Two, two Floyd, very simple right? things, guys. Look, and I can't have a guy running for president whose son is out here banging girls and smoking crack like a fucking porn star. It's like eight different chicks in these pictures I've seen. Hashtag Hunter on yeah. parlor. Okay. Yeah. Now, lug it. Now, not to mention what we all know, that the, the, the details about that hard drive that haven't come out yet, those yep, pictures yep. that haven't been seen, the videos that haven't been seen, that have yet to be revealed, seen by other people that are saying, like, it's as bad as anything you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. But I can't have that guy who raised that guy be my president for one and then for two you know there was one time uh, Cuomo was in New York City and he was taking a press conference and he was wearing a white shirt and it was wet and his nipple rings were showing I don't want a guy running New York City I don't want a guy running New York City with two nipple rings I'm sorry Dude, he, they, they weren't just nipple rings, dude. Those were freaking. I don't think I'm asking too much. Huge. He's got buff nipples. Okay, bro, those those were dark. He's, he's, he's got barbells in his nipples. He can pull yes. a fucking tractor trailer with those things, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's but I, I, people, people I, like yeah. it. I guess I don't know. Well, man. it's a, it's the same. I can't have it, man. I can't have it. You can't do that to me, bro. I but it's a, it's the same excuse. In the office who raised the son who's living a life like this, and then you can't put a guy in office who's got nipple rings. You can't trust them. But it's the same thing, to be fair, that people said the same thing about Trump as he said, grab him by the pussy. You know, you can do anything you want with women. Just these think women. about it like this, guys. We're outside. Grab by the pussy if you're famous. Locker room talk. Get, get A guy who wants to eat steak, fuck fine European women and say things like that before he ever considered becoming president on a hot wire in yeah. a conversation. I get it. I I've get been it in too. locker rooms. I've met plenty of people. Yeah, but yep. I, I'm talking about 
this guy's in the backyard. We're at the pool party. You're going to walk out front real quick. Hey, can you watch my daughter real quick with your nipple rings here? Like, no. Yeah. I'm not letting the guy at the party with two nipple rings run the whole city. No. Yeah. But he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, he's killed a lot of senior citizens. That's for sure. I don't brother, know, man. That, that, that is one of the biggest crimes in the history of mankind, in my it opinion. Uh, I, my parents got COVID. My sister, my brother-in-law, my goddaughter. I made a music video in one week's time during that time period. Uh, it's out there, Real Space One on YouTube. It's called COVID-19 Anthem. And I couldn't even put it out. TuneCore, everything stopped me from... I was censored because yep. I said the word COVID-19 in the song. So I literally couldn't post it on YouTube, couldn't put it on Instagram, couldn't put... It, it took like three weeks to get it out. It was crazy. But... yeah. Um, to that point, they all had COVID, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to watch a sink, a ship sink. And that, fuck no. I no. was in their house helping them every step of the way. Every yeah. single member of my family has COVID. I'm not going to be the only one who doesn't get it. I'd rather help them make sure that they're okay. Was it bad? Fuck yes. My mom and dad were coughing their brains out. It was bad. My sister, my brother-in-law, my little goddaughter. My little goddaughter farted in the living room. I smelt the COVID. It was <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to know uh, what that smells like. Like I'm telling you, my goddaughter beat it. She's six years. She's four years, five years old. She beat it in a day. My, yeah. my God, my, my fucking uh, brother-in-law, my sister, they beat it. My parents were affected badly. My dad has diabetes. He yeah. still beat it. They all beat it. It's no reason to shut down our country if you're scared stay home if you if you want to wear a mask wear a mask okay i get the judgment if you're not wearing one we don't i'm not a scientist but bottom line is that what everyone was so petrified of we so many people lived through yeah okay and they, they they were there and i think to myself imagine they told me that i couldn't go see my parents in the hospital dude yeah that happened yeah. That happened, and yep. those parents of other people were in their 80s, 90s, already yep. sick, some terminally ill. Some, you know, they, bro, that's a crime. You can't yep. tell somebody they can't be with their parents when they're going to die. Well, not only that, but they knowingly sent patients that had COVID back into the nursing homes to infect more senior citizens. And it's, what happened it's, to them? It's unbelievable. Dude, when, I had, when my wife had her child... When we were in the hospital, luckily we were in the hospital during a time where it wasn't as stringent, yeah. but the nurse was telling me, she was like, oh yeah, we had um, people in hospice and their their family members can't come see them and hospice is where you go before you die. I mean, yeah. it's literally, you got less than a week and you're dying alone. Yeah. And that literally made me cry, dude. I was sitting there, like, yeah, happiest, I mean, happiest hey, day of my somebody, life. Having the amount of people that had to die alone because... You know, like I know a kid, yeah. right? He's a he's a trainer at a gym. I know his dad was sick, and he so he took care of him. He he would go see him every day. When he couldn't see his dad, the dad died, yeah. and it wasn't yeah. because he died of COVID. He just died because his son wasn't there to help take care of him, and the nurses Ooh. and everybody in the place is too busy. Yeah. That's another thing too. That's a great point. They're, they're too busy. They can't yeah. help all these people. So there's a reason why people died that probably could have lived. Yeah. Well, and the, also and, the and nurses. Then, you know what? Dude, when you get elected to office, there's a certain level of responsibility that needs to come along with that, that these people should not, not, not for one second, not be held responsible for some of these crimes that were literally committed, man. I'm sorry, bro. Like, 
when it yeah. first happened, I thought he was doing all right. And then after, you know, oof, it's, 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 a, it's a sore subject from me. I don't even need to talk about New York city anymore, bro. We're going to bring well, the city back. All right. I got go. a podcast launching with Christian Pascal. He owns hunting fish club in New York city. Um, he, he has Bryant Park is his father's, which is a giant green square of property in the middle of New York City. So yeah. if you think about that, if you've ever seen um, the 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 New York City versus the mob, Fear City on Netflix, yeah. I didn't really watch it, but they talk about the Hunt and Fish Club. So let me just tell you, it's where John Gotti used to eat. Now they made a nicer one that is not gangster. But yeah. at the same time, <laughs> you know, you sit down, you might look over and see Raekwon Born the Chef, Wu-Tang. You might look over and see Jimmy Fallon, all yeah. these people. Um, my partner, Christian Pascal and I are going to start a podcast and I don't think that I will be a far stretch of the guy that I am right here today. You know what I mean? It's not going to be about wrestling. It's more going to be about life. I think the opportunity and the onus is on everyone in the world right now in the independent market to independently think for themselves and find ways to make money, uh, and cut the middleman out. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And do the research. I mean, you obviously have done your research. You watch the Gaia and you watch you watch to learn. And that's what life is about right now is you should be cutting out the bullshit, cutting out the distractions, realizing what is gaining me knowledge, what is moving my life forward, where's the trajectory at and how can I get on that? Well, I don't even know if it's just the bullshit. You know, I think the thing is, like with us, we have a lot of people that come to us or comment to us and say, like, you guys are the news now. I listen to you every day. Like, you help me out, which is great. I freaking love it. Yeah. But, like, we've said numerous times, like, we're one opinion. Like, we do, we, we yeah. look into what we like. We spit out what we think. It's an opinion. Listen to us and listen to 50 other people. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah. the only way that we're going to get past any of this crap is by having a wide band of knowledge, bullshit or not. I mean, <clears throat> Yeah. Some of this shit's yeah, bullshit. I mean, you have to be able to have a yeah. conversation. Like exactly. We can't we can't sit there, you know, like give me reasons. Give me give yeah. me you know, it's just like Ice Cuban was saying when he when he was like, yo, get, show me show me what you're gonna do. Tell me, Joe Biden. Like yeah. what so I can understand why people have uh went one way or went the other, but at, at the same token, man, like the time is now for America to stand yep. up and be the and be the voice of reason and and not let the media be the voice of reason because they, they they're not rational they're they're hell you know they're, they're fucking whiskey bent and hellbound about getting this guy out of office to, i mean just look at it like this man you're talking about impeachment russia gate uh black lives matter um you know was funded very much so by George Zorro. See, I don't have a problem with Black Lives Matter. What my thing is, is like make something called Black Lives Mean Something or something or mean more or Black Lives uh, are equal. Make a different one because the funding coming in for Black Lives Matter is coming from George Zorro's. Yeah, it's corrupted. when those, when Minnesota and, you know, their corrupt government uh, allowed for, you know, the precinct to get ran into and bricks to be dropped on pallets out in front of targets owned by George Soros and auto zones or owned by George Soros who owns the insurance company that he's cashing in on. Like you got to open your eyes. You got to see that they wanted you to throw bricks. They wanted you to go do these terrible things and, and hurt uh, small businesses and private sector. Uh, You know, that that's, that's, their mama and papa shops that are getting destroyed in New York and 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 in these and in California and Minnesota and Seattle and Portland and and it, it took a place like Portland for people who are from there to start podcasting about the situation you guys were in 
because it was yeah. like, yo, look around. Like, we got to speak up. Like, this, yeah. you can't just, you know, do whatever the fuck you want and, and, and have no repercussions. Like, if you see somebody take down a statue or, or whatever and they don't get away, they get away with it. Like, when was that not, when, what are we showing our kids? You know, and, and it's like, you know, people are talking about the Borat movie and all that. Like, yo, listen, when I was young, they got me with that. I thought Borat was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was young. I went yeah. to go see Borat. Hilarious, right? No. Now I'm older. And I know that a billionaire is funding that operation. And a guy is running around in, in the first movie in front of children and people who are innocent strangers, could be Christians, could be Muslims, could be faithful people. Maybe it's a woman who's a virgin. Her virgin eyes have never seen a penis. And here's this guy running in and out of places naked. And, and, and that same thing that went viral before viral was a thing, right, through a movie, through Big Purge, yeah. is what goes viral nowadays. Like shock, 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 shock value. That's what's yeah. going to get you. That's what's going to keep you tuned. Like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. when you think about, like, Borat and what he does, you know, to me, I'm a guy who got me too. I got set up by some bitch, right? Like, yep. some girl want to make some money or 15 minutes of fame, TMZ interviews, and now she's jamming herself with dildos on Snapchat and making an OnlyFans type vibes. Yep. Bro, Giuliani got pulled into a room, yep. and God forbid the guy's trying to get his dick sucked. You know, like, I got news for you. Whether he was or whether he wasn't, the situation, it could happen to anybody who's famous. Yeah, yeah. It could happen to anyone where they try to get you. If a girl's pretty and she gets you into a room and she asks you to take off her wire and then you take off your wire and then you're in a hotel room alone with her and you ask her for her address and her phone number, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he's not all in. You can kind of tell he's kind of, you know, pussyfooting around the situation. I don't know what, you know, because that's what it is, bro. That is a billionaire funding the political agenda in a movie through Hollywood pushed into your face and timing. The second that Giuliani drops the Biden thing, the <laughs> Borat movie gets dropped. Exactly. Yeah, okay? we talked about so it. And look, it's everywhere. You've got to just see the big picture, yeah. know what they're trying to do, and I'm not going to give them my money. I'm not yeah. going to fucking, you're not going to get my view. I'm not going to, uh, an operation that got funded. You know, when I was a kid, I might have thought it was funny when if I would have saw Borat run out of a mall butt naked in a man thong. Yeah. Now I think about it from walking down that same street with my goddaughter holding her hand. You're going to kick his yeah. ass. Well, it makes sense because, I mean, that, they did that yeah. a lot, man. They had jackass. You had all kinds of stuff, which I loved jackass growing up. And they were naked and they're running around and bore out the same thing. But when you get older and you have a family, you have kids. When I'm in Portland, I mean, I, my kids were with me in Portland yesterday. We're, we're in southwest Washington, but I work in Portland. I took my kids. They met me at my work. And when I left, I took them around because the homeless is unbelievable, man. I'm talking by my work right now. It is it is it's a skid row, bro. It's yeah. so bad. And my kids, my kids have never seen yeah. that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They've never seen that. They're like, yeah. what? What is this shit? You know? Yeah. They didn't say shit, obviously. But the point is, is it's going to hell in a hand. They were like, this is beautiful. This, the, I wish I want to live in that one. Well, I was like, like, I go live in that, that one. Daddy? Why is you that gotta, you shitting think in the road? The world for the next generation is yeah. all really. I mean, it's 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 the next generation you got to worry about. And when we were younger, we were programmed, bro. We got to a point, and now. I feel like so much of what happened uh, happened for everything happens for a reason. I find and and so much of uh, people 
to having time with their families, having opportunities to do their own research. And right before this election, I don't think it was a coincidence. I think that America is waking up to the evils uh, of billionaires, the elite, um, the the you know the, 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 the just corruption that exists uh, yeah. on on a ridiculous level in Hollywood in movies, the blackmail. I mean, you guys, I don't understand what people are like. What does this guy got to do? I mean, he signed peace treaties four of them in the Middle East. He told you UFOs were he told you UFOs were real. He arrested Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, pedophiles, MS-13, put the wall up. Imagine that wall wasn't there when COVID hit. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, he, he did everything that he said he was going to do. So if he says that he's going to put Hillary in jail, and he said that he was going to put these people in jail that were corrupt, I think there's a reason why everyone that you see on the media is going Ape shit, buck crazy, because they know they've committed a lot of crimes, trade treason. Uh, a lot of them are traitors. They, they personally putting money in their pockets from foreign, uh, you know, exchanges with with entities they met through government. Um, yep. And it is just hellacious to think that this has been going on for so long. And if you look at the administrations, and, and it's like a handoff for like 30 years almost, almost like since JFK died and, yeah. you know, you had Reagan get shot at and it is, man. Then, well, they're all then, hanging out. It's, 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 it's ever they all since hang out. then. It's, it's every one uh, of them. They, they get together Bohemian and you see Grove, pictures. Bohemian Grove, Bilderberg, you know, these <laughs> people, uh, the, the, you know, skull and bones, dude, this is not a joke. It's real. And Eisenhower warned about it. JFK warned about it. And then they, they died. Uh, you know, JFK died and, yeah. and Eisenhower's gone. And what happened to the private sector? Well, Dick Cheney was once our vice president, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the private sector? The yeah. guy owns war. Yeah. War is his, is his money. He owns it. That's why. So what, bro? I mean, you yeah, got another. Gotta that's, another that's another thing that Trump is doing, right? He's taking money away from these defense contractors. No wars. The war ending the wars. He's he's lowering drug prices. It hasn't been a single war since he started. No. Right? We haven't gone into a single war with Donald Trump as president. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot that this guy is doing that he has said he was going to do. And a lot of that just happens to be against the deep state. Yeah. And, I mean, it is like... You could say it's conspiracy all day you want, but you got to look at like what you were saying. How many coincidences are there? And just like the whole COVID thing, I mean, what was the economy right before this hit? Booming, Boom. yeah, right. Booming. Small businesses had way more money than they've ever had. They can't have that. The people at the top can't have that. What do you do to crush them? You close the the whole fucking thing down, right? You close it down, and then after that. You start a race war. Okay, let's get George Floyd. Let's get Black Lives Matter in. Let's destroy Target. Let's destroy AutoZone. Let's crush small businesses. In Minnesota, there were more black small businesses destroyed than white small businesses. I mean, you're talking about destroying your own. Why and would it Black was Lives Matter? Li- destroyed by white people. Exactly. Fucking posing it- for the Black Lives Matter movement. Exactly. That's, that's what it, that's what it is. Did you see the, the picture of de Blasio's daughter? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Her eyes. Yep. Yep. Girls are whacked out. 
Yeah, she, yeah. She, she was hanging out with Hunter. What the yeah. fuck, dude? Like, bro, I can't, I can't have this. I can't have this. I know so many small business owners in New York City. That's my city, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a wrestler who made it from New York City. I walk through the city. I just hear, how you doing? How you doing? Right? Yeah. Fucking bro. Everyone wants this guy's ass, de Blasio. Get him out. And if they win an election, dude, you can't help but think that some of it's rigged because so many people are mad right now. Well, I wanted yeah. to ask you because you're there. We're on the obviously on the West Coast here. What we hear about New York, what Trump says about New York, what we've seen comments about. We have a lot of fans in New York, actually, shockingly. But they're saying that it's really bad. But then you see the news and they're saying it's not that bad. What they're doing with the Jewish community is not that bad. What they're doing with COVID is not that bad. How bad is it, man? Like, how Ooh, bad is it? I mean, it? you got you to gotta eat outside. You can't stand up indoors. If you, if you, you know, it's just, uh, listen, it's bad. It's bad. Okay. People, yeah. some businesses aren't going to make it. But more importantly than anything, New York City has a shit ton of money. And that money is leaving. Yeah. People are moving out. The real estate is cheaper in New York City yeah. than it's ever been. Now's the time to buy if you want to buy in New York. Must buy. And they're Who's saying buying, it's though? not going to come back. <laughs> is, we know is, it will. We just have to wait for this election to get through. But isn't and de Blasio? Hope it go, I hope that it goes in the right direction because I can tell you right now that two guys that are on one side, Giuliani and Trump, are not going to let that city die. Yeah. yeah. They well, love that city. De Blasio man. was buying up a bunch of real estate, wasn't he? Yeah. There was a lot of government factions buying up a, apartment complexes. For home Brother, shelters. you couldn't even comprehend the corruption that goes on around here. I mean, I live in Hudson County, New Jersey. This is fucking Sopranos territory, my friend. Yeah. I mean, think about it like this. A private sector owns the New York City uh, impound, okay? And that impound is on the west side. So if you're looking at New York City, the west side of that island, Manhattan, is on Hudson River. And then the East River separates it from Queens and Brooklyn. Okay, so Manhattan's right in the middle. On the west side, you got your Westies going back to back in the day, the Irish mob, the Westies, gangs of New York shit. Well, that whole dock, okay, shipping, right? Human trafficking, even you would think, because all that, if you think that the mob of different types, like the Italian, the Irish, I'm not sitting here pointing a finger at the Irish, the Italian, I don't know what they do. I'm just saying that human trafficking, how do you get? 18,000 kids missing in New York City every year. I would assume that they're coming in and out on boats or, yeah, you know, go, going through the tunnels or something. Bottom yeah. line is that the, the West Side has an impound lot that is for New York City, right? The kickback goes probably to the commissioners or the people who are bringing all the cars in. So if you have a quota as a New York City police officer to write these tickets and impound vehicles, you're making money for the, for the government, but that government is paying to a subcontractor, an independent contractor who owns the impound lot and the property on it. Yeah. So it's not even like New York City has its own impound lot. That's gangster. That shit is yeah. MOB. That shit is old school money coming like that. It's always been that way, right? Yeah. yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, that's what, you know, a lot of people, and I'm hoping that they're they're opening their eyes to this. It's just, it's the cause and the solution are all owned by the same person. Well, I think a long right. time. I think for a long time, the Democrats have taken for granted the votes. I think they've said the right things, and people just go check the box and they go on with their lives. And this is the first time. I mean, for me, for a long time, that I think people are actually going like, "Wait a second, like what the fuck is this about?" Well, because you know they I mean? they kept you distracted until Trump came along. Yeah, and but then Trump yeah. woke everybody well, up. Well, here's what people. happened: when Trump came along, he started using Twitter. 
Yeah. And we all were like, who the fuck like does this guy think he even me at that time? I was like, using yeah. Twitter? Yeah. Why who yeah. uses Twitter? You're a presidential candidate. You're on TV. Like, why are you using Twitter? Well, now we know why he used Twitter. Why yeah. he because he gets direct access to us. It's a phone call. It's yeah. it's hey. I'm your president. I want to call you. When they block a tweet of his, he has to say, hey, listen, if they could do that to me, they can do that to you. Yes. Yep. It's obvious. So that's why I'm trying to give you a bill of rights and a constitution, an amendment that allows you freedom of speech on these major platforms when it comes to politics and, and opinion uh, because they've been silencing one side and allowing another to speak. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's where it's going to go. I mean, YouTube and Google, and I don't know about Facebook, but they just got into a lawsuit from the Department of Justice last week. So who knows where this is going to go? But like I said, you have all the information's out there. They can't, they can't stop it. All they can do is filter it and control it. And so how do they do that? They block conservative content or they create algorithms that will push conservative content or conspiracy content, whatever you want to call it, down yeah. and out of people's sites. Okay. And follow so follow the money, baby. Follow yeah. the money. It's all about the money. So essentially Bro, you what, follow the money. It's dude. It's a wrap. It is. It's, it is. it's, it's all about money. It, that the whole thing is about money. Well, all I would know, all I know is this, like we said, I got a boxing gym, state of fitness boxing club in North Bergen, New Jersey on 73rd street. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a small business that wouldn't have survived through the pandemic because it's a gym and yeah. we have no members who are going to pay us money. They all cancel yeah. and yeah. your rent, you're fucked. So how do you pay? Our government gave us a check and a loan with zero interest rate to help us out. Bro, what more can you ask as a people from your government in a situation like this? I mean, granted, yeah. $1,200 here or $600 there, 200 here. Those those little checks that people are getting, they're not holding everybody up. There's a reason why we want to open this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're scared, stay home because yeah. you can't go to church. Yeah. Well, you can go to the beach, like <laughs> California. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That should be Dude, a testament, though. They shut down the beaches in New Jersey for a while. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. They did. They shut them down. Dude, and that's another thing. Our guy, Murphy, I mean... I've heard Trump put him over a few times. I don't. I don't know, bro. I, I, he's a Democrat. They work together, which is good. You know. Yeah. I and uh, another guy who interests me and fascinates me is Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've you heard guys some him. He is, yeah, we've he heard is some... anti Bill Gates. Like I've never seen anyone in the history of mankind. He's yeah. like personally the guy trying to take down the World Health Organization. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've heard some sketchy stuff about him too. And I haven't looked that far into it, but it's just, you know, question, I guess, everybody. But uh, sorry, I'm just trying to squash or squash gnats over here. We got freaking <laughs> flute. But no, I think I think it's good, like, to listen to what they say and then Absolutely, you have to yeah. analyze it. And yeah, obviously, yeah. with all the shit that's come around lately about, you know, I mean, it's hard to trust anybody when you see this stuff. But that's the thing is you got to draw the fucking line. You have dude. to draw come a line on. in the sand and, and you just have to look at the history. And like, that's why I support Trump is I look yeah. at it and I'm like. Dude, he's done me no wrong, man. I, I mean, yeah, he's got his faults, but damn, the guy's doing what he said he's going to do. Yeah. So where do you think the hey, election is going to go? He's w, w, WWE Hall of Famer, bro. Guy took a stone cold stunner. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, he's unlike anything else. I can tell you that. He is. The guy's, uh, he's brilliant as far as 
getting people to just look at him, dude. It's free money. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Anybody, so, so before I go here, guys, I want to say thank you so much. I thank your audience for listening to me. Uh, if you want to really support an independent artist, an independent, I am completely independent. I own my masters to my music. I own everything. I got my own record label. I got my own music studio. I got my own uh, boxing gym. But I did those things with the money I made in the WWE for a life for myself that doesn't have me dying hitting my ass on the ground every day, getting hit with chairs, put through tables. I'm a real independent brand, a real independent artist, and I got to put my own money up to make my own money. So anybody that can listen to my music uh, at Real One, um, follow me, uh, You know, show me some love, tell your friends about some of the music and the things that we discussed here today. You know that I'm a real one. That is, yes. that is what I go by. That is my moniker because I'm the realest guy in the room. Um, but I can't thank you guys enough for having me. But one thing before I go, I will say this, that if you watch the 10 part series of Cabal, or if you are a, 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 you know, LMNOP, RS, that, that one letter, uh, if you follow that, right, just know that you learned here today from Enzo and the boys that on October 17th, a guy was brought on stage named John, who is conservative a huge star and the ladies really like him. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, Enzo, you got to start your own well, you are starting your own podcast, right? You yeah, got to start Yeah, I absolutely am. Dude, and it's going to be and it's going to be called the realest shit you ever heard in your life. Well, there you go. <laughs> but hey, start a studio, bro. We're there. <laughs> I mean, I have need a, I have a music studio uh literally being uh, there's people there right now working. We just yeah. did demo. So I put a music studio in that boxing gym. Dude, we need a so, platform. We need a platform. So that's what I'm saying. I got I got a bot, uh, boxing gym, podcast studio, green screen room, music uh, capability, live room. You could talk on that microphone anywhere in that room and record music. That's uh, awesome. Complete sound. So uh, it, I'm excited for the next stages of of my entertainment career. Uh, yeah. I think that COVID uh, made everyone say, "Hey, we need to." make a, a change of plans here and and, and, and mine was the biggest blessing ever because i probably would still be in hollywood with my ex-girlfriend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, i just want to tell you i i listen i we appreciate you coming on and we appreciate the uh, you've been so awesome with us Absolutely, just yeah. messaging back and forth you know you're, you're a great guy you're interesting as hell dude you're entertaining i can't wait for your podcast and hopefully you get us on your podcast someday Absolutely, we'll go down the fucking uh, down the rabbit hole. But I say you're Looney Tunes if you go down the rabbit hole, boys. So that, that that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all Thank right, you, Enzo. Enzo. You have a good one, man. Thanks, man. Later, guys. Take it easy. Hell yeah, man! What a great guy, dude. He's awesome. He's I knew it. It was going to be awesome. I mean, I had no idea his wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I. That's great. Listen, that's I, fantastic. He said it himself, man. This was like a first. Yeah, and uh, listen, we've been talking to Enzo. He 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 friended us, or he started following us a while back, and shot a comment a long time ago. And he said, "I'd love to come on chat with you guys." And I started doing some research. I started watching some interviews. Listen, I'm going to be really real honest, man. Like, I, I haven't been into the WWE for or WWF for a long time. When I was a kid, I was into it. Yeah. I think all of us were. Yeah, and I kind of lost interest, right? But I started going through and I was watching his videos. Hey, this guy on the mic. I'm I'm not even joking you. This dude on the mic is one of the best ever. Not a joke. He writes all his own shit. He's a great writer. 
but what I'll say is he has this character, right? Yeah. He's got this character and he's just he's just like it's fucking badass. But when I was watching his interviews uh over the past week, I'm just like, this is the nicest fucking dude. Seriously. That I've ever seen. He does a lot for charity. He helps kids that have disabilities, man. He brings them like boxing and stuff. He's a good dude. I was shocked at how much he knew, man. Yeah. My head was actually like, I'm sure. Go back 30, 40 minutes ago. Dude. There's p- pictures of my face. I guarantee you, I'm just like, yeah. There was a good section of that where you're like, dude, I just, <laughs> draw. Listen, <laughs> listen, the, the jaw would If draw. you would have asked me, if you would have asked me before we started, yeah. dude, if you would have said, we're going to talk about fucking giants. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Nope. It's called the wormhole for a reason, bro. Dude, this this is what it's about, man. Yeah. Aliens, giants, like, like, listen, yeah. I don't claim to know everything, dude. but I fucking love hearing about it. I do, too. I and, love it, man. And you know what? Before we go, what are we at? Like two hours? One forty-five. So do you, we found the video that he was talking about, the Nephilim. I think or it's... The, the, or was it an email? The Hillary Clinton email, right? What? No, no. So this is a video that... I don't know if this was an email or what. Well, the... what? this is a video about the email. Up right up there, Chris. And what's that say It right says there? there's a TikTok video. This On 12-13-2018, Dinesha D. Senegar sent an email to Hillary Clinton. Let's watch this crap, dude. Let's watch this. Is my mind getting... Oh, the music starts off good. Uh, Okay, there she is. Who's that? I don't know. With the following subject requesting documents pertaining to the reservation. Went too fast. We got it. We got it. Got to read. This is not going to let you go back. Oh, right there. So with the following subject, quote, requesting documents pertaining to the resurrection chamber of Gig or Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh, the location of his body and the you finish the rest. And the location of the buried Nephilim. Nephilim. Uh oh. Okay. That's in a quote. Okay, so this is uh, Hillary, or this is WikiLeaks. We're going to an email here. And we're going to zoom in. I think this page 470 of the PDF viewer requesting documents pertaining to the resurrection. Yep, yep, yep. Gilgamesh. Okay, so that was the title. So it was on 12 13 2018, and this was closed. Status is closed. What does that mean? I don't know. What's this? Uh, okay, now this is just more. Okay, okay, stop. We this. can, we go can to the next. No, go to the next video though. Yeah, he so, was saying, dude, was, this wig is itchy as fuck, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's itchy as fuck. You guys, we're wearing wigs. We're all dressed up. Oh yeah, no, no, no one knows this. Well, yeah, we kind of, <laughs> we kind of went in that raw dog a little bit. So here's the deal. Enzo's a wrestler. We talked about that briefly. Oh yeah, but we're like, fuck, it's almost Halloween. You we're know? dressed up as wrestlers, everybody. So I'm, I'm fucking. Rowdy, I think we kind of. I think we kind of mentioned it, but hey. well, you heard the music. So, what's this? Is this I, what I wanted to see when he was talking about the <laughs> I, fucking? I see a gold mug, the tomb. Oh my god, that is a coin. Oh, that's wow. The, what do we got here? That's oh a, shit! Oh my gosh, what is that? Oh, that's guilty. Is that real, dude? This is the the thing that they found that cursed their bodies when they opened this tomb. These, the people in this room died. No, they didn't. I heard about this. Yes. Are you serious? Look this shit up, dude. Do we want to watch it? Yeah. Yeah, let's play this. Let's come I mean, a little bit of it. Well, I mean, we can just kind of... This is uh, in 20... Or so, 2002. So, this was a, a tomb that they found, right? So there's gold. Well, it looks to be gold. But this is a giant. This is a giant body. So he was saying that this was like a preserved body. Yeah, and look at it. It looks like a, a bruised body i mean this is 
How tall? See, I want to. I want to see like a fucking side by side, dude. But I, look at the beard, the mustache, the that's hair. A, that's a glorious beard. Everything is preserved to the T, dude. I mean, it's this guy is. We're looking at a dead body, everybody. I mean, it's uh, well supposedly. It might be makeup. It might be fake. Fast forward a little bit. I mean, see, that's the thing. You can't tell how big it is. Well, uh, okay, let's 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 stop this. It has a crown on its head. It's all gold. There's there's gold everywhere. So it's, it's not mummified. There's no mummification. It's still has its skin <laughs> and beard and hair. Yeah. I mean, if you've been dead for thousands and thousands of years, would you still have hair and skin, Dave? I don't know about that. So I want to see some context. You know what I'm saying? I want. To I see know. Some I know. I don't know. The thing but, is, is but look that up. Look this up, Chris, because I think that that video that you just saw, those people died in that room. There was like a curse put on them. I, I'm, I mean, that's the thing. The internet's crazy as fuck. Here's the deal. Regardless of the, I, I want to do some research on this. You know what's crazy there, Dave? <laughs> you smell what I'm cooking? Okay, you're going through just all the catchphrases. I cut the cheese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like over years and years, you've seen these, and, and some of them are clearly fake. But you've seen these pictures of like archaeologists, and there's like giant bones and shit. People believe that giants, that was a thing, bro. Okay, and even dragons. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's reason to believe dragons could be real. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Here's yeah. the deal. Listen, here's the, let me just say this. I'm not I'm, listen. If you know me, you know I don't fucking like Lord of the Rings. I don't fucking like uh, what's that? What's that movie that everybody loves? That TV series? Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm not into it, man. You know that. I'm yeah. not into it. I'm I just, mean, some, I'm not, some of it's good. Something. Well, I'm just saying, me personally, I'm not. I've never been one of those like swords and dragons guy. Found it. Oh, how? Well. Hey, look at this. Egypt curse. How 22 archaeologists mysteriously died after opening Tutankhamun's tomb. That's not. This is Tutankhamun, though. This yeah, is this not, is a different right. one. I got all excited for nothing. But it's still the same thing. People are dying after opening tombs. Yeah, but this isn't the one. But yes, people die when they open a freaking tomb. Isn't that weird? Like, well, I mean, just mysteriously. Who are you looking for? King Tut? I know. No, I, whoever, whoever that was. Hy- Hyman. <laughs> uh, Hyman? Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yes. Could you? I, listen, this is this is way out of my fucking field bro yeah well me too yeah but i'm saying like you could like some people you could explain it that when you open a tomb airtight tomb that's what it is and you got this fucking the microbiota yeah you got shit in there that has not it's the most stagnant fart air you've ever hey (laughs) it's so old that the air is crusty yes right so there could be some shit in there dude there is a uh a great Amazon Prime, and I know we're talking about like distractions and shit and like not watching shit, but you guys got to watch this this show, and it has Dennis Quaid in it, and you know how I feel about Dennis Quaid, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate Dennis Quaid. Yeah. I don't know why. I just... Uh, That's kind of sad. I don't hate him at all. There's a... There's just... I every, No, I hate it? his acting job. No. Every, every article is referring to that... Tutankhamen. Yeah. Amazon Prime. So, dude... This series is called, uh, what the fuck is it called? God damn it. Fortitude. Yes. Fortitude, okay. Fortitude. And it had three seasons, but it's about this kind of stuff that we were just talking about, where you open up a tomb and these whatever's inside cause some shit to happen. Yeah. It gets a little weird. Well, dude, it's 
reality. But, I mean, there's is it, is it that weird? You know. Well, see, so you can obviously go down a direction of spiritual, like, and I'm not going to deny that. I don't fucking know. Listen. Could release a demon. The Egyptians had something going on that none of us fuckers can explain. Dude, that's why Hillary wanted to know. She's like, did you release my aunt? Uh, <laughs> well, that's weird. I, I want to know I've about that. I got I to gotta start digging on that. I, I hadn't heard that yet. I want to know about the Nephilim. Um, was my aunt... Enzo, uh, send links. Aunt Bertha. Keep those in. Send us some links. Yeah. Uh, listen, why I enjoyed this podcast today so much is because, listen, we've we, for weeks and weeks and months, we've been talking about elections and Biden. And oh, yeah, we did yeah, a little yeah. bit. But it's just fun to get off the tracks and just explore you don't have to tell me that bro <laughs> yeah I, I but see I'm the there. deal is here's the deal uh enzo made some good points though like it is fun to speculate and Whoa. it is fun to look at stuff but it <laughs> this looks fun to me that is look at this what the hell is this chris i don't know what this is oh my good lord that is, is this godzilla before there was such a thing that is fake as fuck is it fake though this doesn't looks like an old video how do you because they did this, you can they, you they, can make they it did, look. They full. did this. You can make it look um, I mean, that's okay. Maybe not. Let's I mean, watch how big it, that Let's, guy's got a hundred. So you guys, we're looking at a video. This is in Japan, I believe, and this man appears to be twelve feet tall. <laughs> yeah. See, I've seen, but here's the deal. I've seen some videos where they show like um, sea creatures and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like they have video, and like if you look. I'm not saying it's not fake, but if you look at the woman in front of him, like the Absolutely. way that she's kind of cut out. Yeah, and then, and then the person in all white right in front of his body looks very cut in. You I mean, know the way that his... Just watch this, though. Look at this, you guys. Oh, my... Oh, we killed the, killed the sound? Dude, let's get that sound going. Oh, Come on now. Oh, yeah. Look at this guy. That's He looks like Godzilla one. He's in sumo gear. He's in a massive diaper. <laughs> I mean, he imagine. Well, how do you make clothes that big? Well, imagine his shits, dude. That guy taking a dump. Dude. I mean, not. what a great video. Even if this is fake, this is a great. I mean, video that, that right there looks fake. Well, the way that his his fucking like his traps, his dude. traps and his boobs <laughs> look like a fucking inflatable. Yeah, it does look like something you'd put on a... Ch- Here, let's pause it real quick, dude. Or you can kill the music. That's fine. It does look like an inflatable you'd put around a child's neck, like, to, to help them swim. Uh, it's interesting. I, I like exploring it, man. I really do. Any, anyway. What see- the hell? <laughs> they opened up a sliding door, and this guy's just on his... On his side, I mean, peeking through. Dude, this has okay. got to be fake. This has got to be fake, dude. You really did it there. Sorry. How nobody was like, oh, hey. Like, I know. He's just like, what you thinking of, everybody? <laughs> okay. Are you thinking of uh, you thinking of me? No, listen. Listen. A lot. There's a lot of fake shit. There's always some... There's some listen. I feel like there's always some nuggets of truth, though. You there, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like people, be, yeah. It's like Alex Jones. What do they always say about Alex Jones? He always takes a fucking nugget of truth... And yeah. then fucking like Brah! blows it up and blows it up. But there's always something to it. When he, Dude, you know, Alex Jones is still on the air, man. He's still on yeah. Apple Live. You know, I mean, they didn't take him off anything. So, well, I think at a certain point, you're so crazy. They're just like, have fun. 
Yeah, I guess. I actually don't think he's that crazy. I think that he I has think some so like, crazy ideas. But what's wrong with that? Dude, I think he's right on a lot of shit. Yeah, he just he, he exaggerates. That, and the, the whole push to like chastise Alex Jones yeah. might be a psyop too. People got to look at that route because separating Alex Jones from the Blankanon movement, you know, yeah. you think about it. What just happened to all the Blankanon accounts? Good, They're good all name. gone. Alex yeah. Jones is still here feeding the same shit. I mean, yeah, he's still up. So I don't know if that's purposeful. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I think some people just play it differently, man. They some do. people aren't yeah. afraid. I mean, we, there's times where we just talk like we don't give a shit, but we do. I mean, listen, yeah. we didn't get a chance because we had a guest on. But listen, we've had we. There's some shit. You guys know it. We yeah. get asked all the time. There's shit going down. You know the censorship's real, and some people choose to skirt that and and. That's cool, man. I, I we need it because the truth is, is like if you're in this field and you you listen to who we all listen to and all the the different Instagram pages and all the different podcasts, if everybody gets banned, there's no one there to speak. Yeah. So like we need some people to be that calm, collective, like you know, know what to say and no one. Not I don't that wanna, Alex Jones is that. No, but. he's not. I'm saying like your Shapiro is not seeing. Your Shapiro does it, but I'm saying just you need those voices that can continue. You know what I mean? To yeah. spread some truth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And we don't want to get banned. I mean, we should be able to say whatever exactly. we want to, yeah. right? Yep. Like, nothing we talked about today, for example, was bad. You may not agree not with it. Not to you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> but to I'm those saying people. to an average person. Okay. I'm just saying to a person who's sane and rational. It's one thing to say, like, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with giants. That's <laughs> horseshit. That's what somebody could say. And you know what I'd say? Yeah, you're probably right, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. Hey, like it's who knows? fun. It's cool. Yeah, but like, why should you get banned for that? For a theory, it's not just. It's not that. It's you're questioning those who have the control, Dave. I know. I mean, it's that. It's the I whole. Know, but anti-COVID stuff. It's the anti. Blanking on stuff. It's the well, whatever. On a serious note, we have an election in nine days. We do. We have an election in nine days. It's a very crucial election. Mm-hmm. The polls are all over the place. Literally all over the place, and uh, Trump's, in my opinion, what I've what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've read, yes, he's looking like he's gonna fucking murder this thing, dude. Dude, that that the debate, he, I thought he did okay. There was stuff that he could have murdered Joe Biden on. Oh, and yeah. I'm and I'm fucking I'm talking like seriously dug in, but he didn't. I think it, that was meant to be that way. It might have been because we all know the first one was bad. Well, and we all know that, that not bad on his part necessarily. Just a what? Shit show. What are the debates for? They're for the base. Right. And the base. Right. Just like Dan Bongino said, what are these debates really for? Well, let me tell you, I agree with you most of the time on on, when you're talking about this. Now, here's the deal. Here's where I think Trump went right. If we're going to get on this really quick. He was calm for the most part, collective, respectful. Yeah. Didn't interrupt as much. I think actually the mic thing helped him. I'm not going to lie. I think so, too. Yeah. He let Biden over the course of that time. He let Biden fumble all over the place. He did. They muted him so he couldn't say much. <laughs> but here's the deal. That wasn't for the base. The base is there. Yeah. You know what the number one search term was on Google? What? How do you change your vote? Ooh. So this was the mistake. And the, How do you know the, that wasn't for change it to Biden? Could be. Could be. But what? Okay. I'm trying to go into an unbiased lens, which is hard. What did Biden do or say that would have changed your mind about Trump? Nothing. Biden was horrible. He was horrible. Yeah. 
But what did Trump say that would make you change your mind? So here's how I look at it. What Biden said. What could Biden have said that would make a person go Google something and be like, oh, my God, I've never seen this. What the fuck? Nothing. Yeah. But what did Trump say about Biden that would make a person go online and go, what is he talking about? Exactly. Yeah. He could have done that in a much more succinct fashion, well, the but problem it's not is, is there's already a lot of votes in. 40, 60 million, I For don't sure, know. Yeah. 50 million votes. Yeah, so there's a lot of people already voted. Yeah. There might be some uh, you know, voter regret coming. Ooh. But there's um, they did a poll of people party-wise for Trump or for Biden uh, who haven't voted. What's the percentage of people who haven't voted left? Yeah. And like Florida, for example, was so, like 60% of Trump voters there hadn't voted yet 40 percent of biden's already did you know what i mean yeah so there's it, it is what it is a poll's a poll we i know i'll agree but a poll's a poll just don't sit on it uh. hey can before we get out of here can we go into something that was said during the the debate because i find it kind of interesting and i think it would be a good thing to kind of end on because okay. it's like where do, where are we going right yeah. and it has to do with the dark winter did you hear this quote i did so we have a little video here, and Joe Biden, during the debate, said that we're going to go into a dark winter, everybody. We're, we're facing a dark winter, so be prepared. Listen to this. This little clip here. This isn't the whole full 20 or 2 minutes and 50 seconds. He says it in the beginning here. So. Okay. Biden, your reaction, and just 40% of Americans say they would definitely agree to take a coronavirus vaccine if it was approved by the government. What steps would you take to give Americans confidence in a vaccine, if it were approved, make sure it's totally transparent. Have the scientists of the world see it, know it, look at it, go through all the processes. And by the way, he's, this is the same fellow who told you this is going to end by Easter last time. This is the same fellow who told you that don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. And he has no clear plan, and there's no prospect that there's okay. going to be a vaccine available for the majority of the American people before the. Just hearing him talk again. That was like the Team America. It's a fucking Muppet, bro. It's a Muppet. So, okay. Now, if we look at this article, what the dark winter was, okay? So, there was one simulation of an uncontrolled disease outbreak concluded with riots and the National Guard on the streets. So, this was, scroll down a little bit. Back in 2001, there was a group of well-known U.S. officials and a handful of senior policymakers gathered at Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland for a senior-level exercise that simulated a biological weapon attack on the United States with... Smallpox. Smallpox. Okay? And so this was a a day-and-a-half-long dark winter, quote, simulation that was conducted to gauge how senior leaders would respond to such attack. Now, the rest of this article kind of goes and compares it to COVID because this is like back in uh, April. I believe this is when this article came out. April 20 something. April 1st, 2020. April 1st, yeah. So it, it's. what do you think about this? And people are saying, are they really going to go, they're going to put smallpox out there? Are they really going to drop something here? It, would this be the round two? Not COVID, but it would be something else. Something bigger. And that is where he triggered that out with the whole secret code dark winter. Because you've heard mm. about like people are prepping for some sort of phase two. I mean, people are saying, oh, they're coming out with the, the cases are exploding. There's more of this virus. 
Yeah, it's like Enzo said, though, man. Yeah? Cases can happen. They're going to happen. It's not. I, I, there's but a that, guy at work today who was like, is it going away? I'm like, no, it's not. It's not going to go away. But that's that, why you just fucking move on. That's, bro. Like but that's what I'm saying. How do you make people afraid again? Is you drop another bomb. And this one is smallpox. Or something that is a derivative of smallpox and you don't have the cure for it yet. They're just so bad at their job. <laughs> Who? <laughs> just the fucking whoever's doing this. Because here's the deal. I'm like this is what drives me nuts about this whole thing. Yeah. If you're gonna fucking do it, fucking do it. Don't put out code words like this. No, I'm saying I'm saying like listen, you got this theory that like uh, fucking covid. Yeah. Jovid 19, right? Yeah. Where it's all spreading around. Yeah. Big J little V. Now you got half the country who's like I fucking don't want to die. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Then you have the other half going like fuck this bullshit. Mhm. So you you pop out smallpox or fucking pox small, whatever is going to be next, and half the country is going to be like fuck this. I know. <laughs> you you dropped the ball. You did, yeah. You're supposed to do this. Listen, I'm not saying what you're supposed to do. But hey, supposed to do but what if they what if they say fuck this but then it's actually deadly. Okay? And I'm talking high lethality. But here's right. my point. Yeah. Are you going to believe it? Not not initially, but what if it turns into that situation where you're seeing these footages and footages of So people. isn't smallpox been like wasn't there a vaccine for smallpox? Yeah, well, I don't know. I I think so. So like herd immunity to it. You know, like we all been vaccinated to it. But it's just like <clears throat> it's kind of doesn't exist, really. But if you think about how they say the big C little V was manufactured in a lab by yeah. these gain of function. So testing. it's like a new new small That's what I'm saying. Because they don't a, do it. That's what I'm saying. They don't do a good job. They don't do a good job. Because they made they it. made COVID and they, they clearly didn't make it strong enough for their likings. Well, yeah. And there's some touchiness about that, too. It's like, was that the strain that they really wanted to release? Don't know. But see, why? Again, why not just do it? Like, if you're going to do it. Because they probably didn't have control of it. I don't know, hmm. man. Look at this. What? The smallpox vaccine is no longer available to the public. In 1972, routine smallpox vaccinations in the United States ended. In 1980, the World Health Organization declared smallpox was eliminated. Because of this, the public doesn't need protection from the disease. That was in 2017. Yeah. So what do you know? <laughs> okay. So, hey. Yeah, I'm just saying. You, you get it? I mean, we, listen. Have we had smallpox before? Apparently, yes. I mean, it's been around. Yeah. People died. People lived. Yeah. Like, here's the, here's what's driving me nuts. We got to end this. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Here's what's driving me nuts. Guys, this shit's going to happen for the rest of eternity. It is. Yeah. Every year, there's something. You can't shut We don't know how down, bad right? it's going to be or how good it's going to be or if it's... We don't know anything. It's just going to happen. In five years or 10 years or 20 years, there's going to be some new fucking plague that's going to fucking... Oh, it's going to wipe us off. And you know what's going to happen? Some terrible shit's going to happen. People are going to die... And the rest of us will survive. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And that's fucking life, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some of us drive cars and some die and some don't. That's just, that's fucking life. Yeah. Are you going to fucking just, we're going to hunker down? We're going to be a bunch of preppers? It just drives me nuts, dude. Get the fuck out and start buying shit. Like, go eat. Go eat at a restaurant. Yeah. Maskless. Like, can we just get to that point? I want a fucking pizza at a fucking pizza joint. Even though we had one, but I want another I, you one. You know what? I am waiting for that election day plus one. 
because apparently that's when the whole big C little V narrative is gonna poop the bed. Well, they're, they're yeah, you know what? What do you do? Listen, Trump dominates. What do you do? The whole thing falls apart. That's what's gonna fucking happen because yeah. the, the, that's the Democrats and the socialists and all these people are gonna go like, fuck, we that, really aren't liked. But that's why I'm saying dark winter. That makes sense because they're like, okay, well, is yeah. that a new fucking like Call of Duty game? What's going on? It is. It actually is a freaking. <laughs> Can we make like a, a game? Joe Biden Call of Duty game with Dark Winter? <laughs> the first link I pulled up, I looked up Dark Winter, dude. And the first link I pulled up was, oh, this one looks nice. Oh, it was a fucking video game. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, wait a second, this, this is not. Isn't that uh, like that? What is that? Captain America? What was that Captain America movie? Oh yeah, I think it was a Captain. Yeah, was it Captain America? I don't know. Uh, See, they're fucking prepping us, bro. Yeah. Dark winter. Oh shit. Anywho, yeah. Thank Listen. you, Enzo. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I man. hope you guys enjoyed it. I we really want to. I uh, we should have him on every month. <laughs> he should be a monthly guest. <laughs> Listen, I want. Hey guys, right now, go check out his shit. Yeah, real one, Enzo. He has music on Apple Music. Dude, he's he's badass at free. I mean, I've heard him rap, dude. Yeah, he's dude. He, listen, like fast, like you know, musicians. tech nine fast. Yeah, we're musicians. Like we get it. Some yeah. people liked us. Some people hated us. But go support it. You should support it. Yeah. Because hey, he's trying to he's trying to fucking grind, bro. And he yep. is grinding. Great shit, dude. Go watch some of his old WWE shit. It's fucking it's fucking Hilarious, brilliant, right? dude. And uh, guys, YouTube backup. Uh, we got partofmyamerican.com. Okay. No. So fuck YouTube. We're going to post there, but it's going to get taken down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know that our prime. I'm just trying to say what's left. Our prime, our prime got taken down. Our, our yeah. primary channel on YouTube got taken down. We have yeah. a backup account for now. Yep. It will get taken down. It will get taken down, but I'm looking at Vimeo. Vimeo was just banning blanking on stuff four days ago. Yeah. So, we, not that we're all about that. I mean, it's just we talk about it. So yeah. we're, we're in that bucket now. Yeah. You have, um, I'm looking at LiveLeak. I'm looking at Twitch. I'm looking at DTube. I'm looking at all over the place, dude. Yeah. I'd want to know where we can upload our videos in HD because every every channel out there, I mean, Rumble, it's all 360, uh, 320, 4, 4, I mean, it's poor quality, poor quality, man. And I get it. Yeah. You have to pay for your, your whatevers, but even if you pay for it on some of these channels, you only get up to 480p. And so I'm looking for a high def resolution solution. So if anybody out there knows of anything, email us at our Gmail because the IG gets flooded. I won't see it. The DMs get out well, there. I don't Spotify, see it. Spotify, you know, dropped us. Spotify dropped us. a ton us. of comments from you guys today. We appreciate the comments. But yeah, Spotify is, you know. Anchor still has not relinquished our RSS feed. So iTunes, Podcast Connect, Apple, that's that's a no-go. If you have already subscribed to us, yeah. I think you'll get the refeed. But you can't find it. You can't search for it. You can't share it. Yeah. So... We're just taking it. Trying it. But that's what I've been focusing on this whole fucking week. And it's just yeah. been a pain in my ass. So it's just not there. It's not there yet. We need a platform. Yeah. It's right? got to be a platform. So gotta, uh, that's what up, we're looking Alex for. Jones, man. I don't know. We got to figure out something. <laughs> yes. But anyways, just do what you guys can. If you like what we're doing and you like, you know, support us however you feel necessary, whether that's sharing our content. We just, just got to give us giving us a thumbs up. Yep. Thank you to all our patrons. Oh, my God. We're yeah. getting money left and right. So you guys are awesome. Anything you can do helps us because 
we're gonna have to pay to make this thing happen, dude. Well, yeah, we we listen, already are we, starting we, to pay for like, it. So Greg has said it a hundred times. Like we haven't spent money on us. Like we don't take out personal shit. Um, we have the money there. We have you know availability to do like platforms and get on certain and pay for certain things. So everything you guys do is helping <clears throat> us. We appreciate all of it. Yeah, the comments are dope as hell. You guys, I mean, literally, it's just fucking challenging. It is. It's frustrating. So so just throw up the middle finger to social media. Share, share, share. There you go. Yeah. And check share out, our check stuff. out Enzo and uh, check share. out Hemp Lucid, man. Yes, Hemp Lucid. Our go beloved. to HempLucid.com. Check them out. Chris, good show. Good, excellent show. Where we go one? We go all. Sayonara. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me. We can only re-elect Donald Trump. <laughs> My American... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.